This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark darts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. May 6, 2013, the gritty heartland city of Cleveland. Of course, it was Ohio. A miracle. returns here she is indeed home michelle knight was never on our radar at all police arrested who owns the home is 50 their abductor it turns out was a deranged school bus driver oh welcome Shit. to the podcast um yeah i realized uh you know what uh hot girls at a party and parking disabled parking spots have in common <laughs> what well, it's, I guess just girls at a party. Uh, when you show up late, they're all gone. And when no one's looking, you just slip into the disabled one. <laughs> Hello! Billy's <laughs> here! I said that joke so wrong. That's I meant so it's just funny. supposed to be girls in a parking spot. I fucked it up. <laughs> Whatever. All right, I, gotta I let the punchline go before it got there. Hello, Billy's De- here! Devron, I actually like this fucking shit. Everyone just keeps buying me scotch and liquor for fucking Christmas, so fucking... Cool. Let's do it. I microdosed like two hours ago, so I'm not going to be all fucked up. Uh, and done. And that's the podcast. <laughs> yes, literally. Um, welcome, everybody, to the show. Uh, we're going back to our roots. And uh, it's just me and Billy on this podcast. Hi. You'll hear uh, more of us coming this year. We have a lot of big things planned for this podcast. Mm. So welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Welcome right. to the show. Right, Billy is dressed like um, he's going on a date with a school teacher. I'm dressed nice, man. I got yeah. a nice dress shirt. I got dress pants. I got nice shoes. Shoes? Shoes. Shoes. I was doing a different job. I wasn't crawling around attics today. <laughs> so welcome. Uh, we have yet to get into a big abduction case episode. As far as I know, we've only covered the girl in the box. And uh, oh, I guess that was just more murders as the Watts. But yeah, not really abducting. No, not really abducting. No. So let's get into it. Um, Ariel Castro, aka the Monster of Cleveland, was a- that's a sentence. They got a lot of them down there. <laughs> the Monster of Cleveland. Well, Ohio is just apparently. Oh, Ohio is basically trending for being fucked up right now. Really? You never seen that? No. Like, okay, go to any TikTok, watch any like any video whatsoever that you even go, oh wow, that person's dumb or. That's fucked up. And the very first comment's going to be like, yep, go figure, Ohio. You know what I'm very happy that uh, Cleveland brought us was Bone Thugs and Harmony. 
pretty sure. I'm, I'm happy they brought me Brown. Brown? This my name is Cleveland Brown. Oh, I'm fucking proud so stupid. Oh, I want to show everybody on the the video. Look at my. I fucking, can't. Bl- I can't believe you fucking bought that. <laughs> my mouse pad. It's fucking. It's Elvira, and she has like massive jugs, and I can rest my carpal tunnel wrist on it. Did you Did you actually buy that from like the videos that they have? You no, seen those I kept ads? seeing the ads. It, the ads were so dumb, and it was like, "Do you work from home? Well, then you need this." As in, like. Oh, you can touch yourself as long as you're home. <laughs> so. <laughs> you can use this. It actually is extremely comfortable because your your wrist sits right between her bosoms. Ah. It's, it's fucking nice. I need to just get a real set of tits and put them there. Cut them off? It's like No, t- just like have like a girl like just lying there at all times, pay her. That'd be a good idea. Just be like, you just have to lay here and I'm just gonna like like just some, for my carpal tunnel. Like wrist. some clockwork orange shit where you fucking yeah. have like the ladies up on the fucking you put your legs up on them. Yeah. You know, drink some milk or some shit. So, yes, yeah, so we are talking That's about Ariel Castro. Right there. Yeah, I know. It's very, it very much is. If you and there's people out there, I'm sure. But if you if you use pe- human beings as tables, you got to be rich. So or they have to be very broken. Yeah. Um, he was a Puerto Rican. Yeah, Puerto Rican. He was uh, um, a Felic and a Herbie Felic serial rape serial rapist. Huh? It must be just like what you yeah, would classify like I, him as. Um, I feel like you should have looked that up before you. Yeah, that was probably a good it. idea. Okay. Um, serial rapist, <laughs> abductor, uh, prisoner who prisoner her. Oh, he was a prisoner before. No, no, he was. Uh, he pr- imprisoned people. Yeah, so he's he's an imprisoner. Imprisoner. Right. I guess prisoner who tortured. I feel like that's purposefully confusing. <laughs> who tortured and uh, and raped three women in his Cleveland, Ohio home for nearly a decade. Damn, that's a long time. Yes, like that's that's so much effort to like, yeah, to put into that. It's and crazy. like, could you imagine the level of anxiety of like any moment they might have through like and he would what, test what these we'll rooms get, look we'll like. get into it i got f- pictures of the for all the other listeners obviously we show a bunch of stuff usually now in every episode um this is him uh this yeah. guy is a complete piece of shit uh and we will talk about him oh my god he looks like an actor what the fuck actor is that he's uh it's confusing me go back to his face piece of shit what actor is that I, that's gonna come to me he's uh he does kind of look like fuck somebody. what's his name Oh my god, that's the movie gonna drive on Netflix me nuts. Was pretty decent. Yeah, actually. he was in a he was in a movie and a TV show, but fuck. Well, me. this guy is he just a bus so driver. So familiar. And and huh. I, um, there's a the Cleveland kidnapping. I think it's called on Netflix. They they have it. Oh, out they now. they actually put a series out on this side. Um, a movie and oh, the okay. chick from Orange Is New Black. You know, like the the annoying kind of ugly one. All I, of them. Yeah, I know. Um, I can't. I never know her name, but she was like one of the more famous actresses. Uh, the, the big poofy hair lady. No, do you, yeah, she's fairly famous. Um, do you remember? Uh, oh, fuck, what's that stupid hip hop movie? You would know it. It's, it's the blonde, the blonde hair girl. Uh, what, which girl? Just tell me the fucking. I can't think of her name. Here, then, let me look. And we up. should just leave it. Then. I'll find out. Then Don't worry. Then what's the point? Cleveland Brown <laughs> kidnapping. Kidnapping. Um, let's see. Movie. I want to have a movie. Movie. Is it television? Oh, matter? Tanya Manning. Man, she looks way 
better than she does in the movies. Oh my, yeah, like is that supposed to be the this other way chick? Around? You know who this chick is? Oh yeah, yeah, she's hot. It's, it's not, and they made her, they, I've seen her look fairly good, and then I've seen her look like horrible, like well, they whatever way they want to make it, right? Um, it's I don't want to be mean, but the one chick is not that great looking. Right, so whatever, carry okay. on. <laughs> So, yeah, he kidnapped three women. Uh, Castro was born in Dewey, a village in Puerto Rico, on July 10th, 1960. He was the third child of Pedro Castro. <laughs> His name is Pedro Castro. <laughs> Pedro Castro, uh, the biggest landowner in um, the the local area. Okay, um, so well, his, what does that mean? That means he probably makes, like, what, maybe 20 bucks a month? Yeah. Uh, and his wife, Lillian, can you guess her last name? Puerto Rican, Mexican? Castro. No. <laughs> Come on. Hernandez. You're close. Am I? Um, With an R. Rodriguez. Yes. Rodriguez. In 1962, Rodriguez discovered that her husband was married to a second woman, whom he had four other children. Kind of seems like the apple didn't fall far from the tree. And he abandoned Rodriguez to live with his second family. Yeah. (laughs) This This one's better than you. Sorry. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, he was a baller, man. Crazy. When you're a baller, you just keep telling them you're going to work. Yeah. And you get to play both sides. There you go. Shortly, Rodriguez moved uh, to work in Pennsylvania and left her four children in Puerto Rico, uh, where they were cared for by their maternal grandmother, Herlicia Carabello. Sure. Uh, is, it, is it just me or... Like, do you do you genuinely ever care about how the the bad guy, like what actually his backstory was? Usually, I I don't know why. Like, my brain just discredits everything. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what happened. You, you did that, and you're okay. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't care because um, at that point, you're just trying to sympathize with them almost. I know. Well, that's why I want you. It's going to be a long one, but I'd like you to be on it if there's if there's a possibility of it. Is where we want to do. Aaron especially wants to do a big deep dive into Richard Ramirez, like how we did Dahmer. So close oh, to three okay. hours, maybe kind of thing. But one. we'll sit down and just talk about him as a person contextually, and it's it's fascinating because you sit there, you're like, holy fuck, it's such a weird because him as a person is fascinating, and you loved Richard Ramirez when you first did that, and that that's that the, was a good episode. There's, that's that's going to be a lost tapes episode for Patreon mm-hmm. because I'm slowly kind of taking away stuff to put. Older episodes that only the true fans should even know exist. Yeah, um, they were bad. Yeah, it's got, <laughs> we, we said some bad. We used things. to get really, really, really drunk. You, on you this think podcast. anything I say is like even slightly off colored now? Yeah. Go back then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why you pay for Patreon because you'll get a lot of episodes. There are lost taste episodes. I might even throw up the original, the OG Krampus episode. There's a good amount of them that oh, yeah. like would have me charged. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, I don't want those to be on the internet anymore. Please, you know, thank you. <laughs> no, I I just show one uh, one distributor and be like, hey, I don't know why you have, still have this. Every other fucking podcast Bible yeah, doesn't we, have these episodes. Take this down. Uh, we need to get rid of those <laughs> ASAP. It was during that time that Castro, then five years old, was repeatedly fingered in the anus by a nine-year-old boy <laughs> nicknamed Pucho. <laughs> I got so, you, Pucho. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. Um, fingered in the anus. Maybe he was playing a game. See, that's what I'm saying. All these people, abusers abuse, right? That we see this all the time. That's why you have to go back in these people's past and understand why did they become the way that That's what I mean, though. That's what I was actually kind of just saying is I don't give a fuck. I literally have no fucking sweet care whatsoever what actually happened to you. I remember being fingered in your anus by an 11-year-old boy when you were five. I feel like I would just punch him. It was nine. He was nine when you were five. 
Yeah. That's a game at that point. That's not yeah. even abuse. Yes. Yeah, they don't even know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> just like, let's see. He's like, and I then, did this to the dog once and it bit me, so I'm going to do it to you now. Uh, and this is essentially, he would, uh, he would go on, and we'll get into it, essentially, that he would always say that, like, he was molested. So when he was, like, raping these chicks, he'd be like, I was molested, so this is why I'm doing this. It's just like. No, you're a fucking scumbag, dude. What a weird, what a weird thing to say too. Yeah, yeah. It shows yeah, in the you, movie. You he's like he cuddled up to that? the one chick, and oh. and he's like, he's like, I was also molested. I understand what it's like to be hurt. And, and why, like, why are you doing it then? Mm-hmm. Abusers abuse, molesters molest. So, um, Castro never reported the abuse, mm. and he developed uh, an obsession with sex and a compulsion to masturbation from a young age. But who didn't? Who oh, didn't? he got his cherry pop, man. He found out what it's like to fucking get a cherry pop. Yeah. Who didn't, man? Rodriguez returned to her children in 1966, and according to Castro, she was abusive, would insult him, and hit him daily with a belt, stick, or open hand. Okay. Yeah. I got a little, a little smacking. Yeah. Didn't your, fucking, didn't your mom throw fucking oranges at you? <laughs> like, honestly, like, if we... <laughs> Everything that my parents did, though, again, it was war- It was better than what their parents did. It yeah. was always, like, a little less, but they're like, oh, well, this is what happened to me. Yeah. Like, my mom used to get the horse whip to the fucking back. Yeah, that's what I got <laughs> spanking so fucking hard that I couldn't sit down for four days because my ass was black. Did she use, like, <laughs> the spoons, you know, like the music instrument on uh, your she, ass? She just has a fucking iron hand, I swear <laughs> to God. And she wouldn't – it would be, like, one, two, three, four, five, like, for fucking five minutes. Just smack the and now, fuck And now you. Billy <laughs> to, uh, goes around and tries to break into people's houses so he can smack them on the ass. I, uh, he's called the spanker. <laughs> <laughs> so Castro's family immigrated to um, the U.S. and settled in Cleveland in 1974. Following a visit from Castro's uh, paternal uncle Cecil, Cece, who cares? His uncle, his fucking uncle, uncle. who who had an open uh, who opened a record shop there in 1969. His name is Cece. It's C E S I. Cece, Cece, senor, probably. Cece, senor, (laughs) Cece gave Castro a guitar, and he became a professional bass player. Um, a career that combined with obviously different second jobs. He gave him a guitar and he realized he couldn't play it, so he started playing bass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, it's, it's true. And a lot of times, and we'll get into the story and even what they show on the movie, is every time stuff was happening or he was kidnapping chicks, he would just blare like mariachi music. Like just his one CD. That's fucks. And just like, just fucking like some Mexican music. And everyone's like, it's really loud, but I heard screaming, but there's like music. And it's just like, I, I don't know what's happening over there. It's crazy because this the Jesus infamous Christ. house of where he kept them is is just creepy now in retrospect when you lived across the street from him or you were next door His to him. His fucking neighbor, 10 years. How ten oblivious could years. you be? And there was people that saw women chained up in the backyard because he would ha- like make the one like fucking help dig ditches. And then she'd be like, are you fucking helping me? Like, are you digging my grave and shit? It's the, it gets fucked. So one of them was chained up in the backyard. Well, I guess we're getting to that point. Yeah. So carry on. Anyway. Um, in 1980, Castro dated his 17-year-old uh, Puerto Rican neighbor, uh, now Nilda. His neighbor. Ferrega. Why do we always gotta put the names? Just because it's it. it's part of the the thing <laughs> and the experience. You gotta you gotta give these people's names and faces, or they're just. Well, people. it's worse if we can't pronounce it. N I L D A. His neighbor. Nalda. Sounds like his Nalda? neighbor. Nalda. 
Nalda Farigo uh, also was forced to take her take uh, take her into his care by her family after she lost his virginity to him. Ooh. So after she, he fucked her um, at uh, Castro de, he's, she's 17. seventeen, and then they had to bring her. She had to live with them. You know what's crazy? I haven't. I fucking was addicted to vaping for a long time. I haven't vaped in like a month thanks to fucking mushrooms. Like I just, it, I don't even crave it. No addiction because it cuts out addiction with stuff. Hmm. It's fucking. But when I do the show, I was like, "Here's the real test." I'm still gonna fucking do it. When I record, uh, it's recording is like the having like drinks and shit. Um, I have scotch. Didn't anyone? Did anyone say anything? I have. I have scotch. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you what kind of scotch, but it's delicious scotch. You did already say what kind of scotch? <laughs> God damn it! You had a whole segment on it actually. Yeah. You forgot because you're microdosing. Yeah, it's true. Um, so when Nalda. Gave birth to her first child in 1981. Castro behavior changed radically, and he became controlling and abusive. I always Mm. wonder if it's just because, like, are they scared to become fathers because they know that they were hurt or something? You know what I mean? Like, do you... Nah, they're just fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I think they're just fucked. He would uh, force her to stay at home, and he would uh, select the places she could go to shop, and even the programs that she could watch on TV beating her whenever she strayed from his instructions. What are you laughing at? You're not allowed to watch Too Hot to Handle. They're too hot to handle. <laughs> Did you watch that show? You put on life? Barney. It's crazy because, like, I, I such an off-topic thing, but I used to, like, I fucking jerked off to the Juicy video by Beyonce and shit like that when I was, like, a kid, whatever. Like, oh, I thought, I thought you were, like, just straight admitting something super recent. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You're like, like hey. yeah, you know what? The other day I was re-watching. Fuck. And any All anything right. uh, anything would like get you hard because it's like you see like Kylie Minogue video or some shit like that. Oh, my favorite was the Sears catalogs. Yeah, those are my favorite. Me, you, and Mitch, and also they're good. They're good catalogs. And I think also said that you guys you guys opened up Sears. You opened up pornography to to minors. <laughs> That's true. Um, so many people I've talked to like they didn't them. they didn't need that many pages of yeah. underwear models. Yeah, they did not need that. No. Like that was clearly was just there. Why is it always in your bathroom? Anyways, um, yeah. so weird. I, I just like to shop while yeah. I'm pooping. It's so weird. Um, but like I just couldn't imagine the generation growing up today where they have Netflix and stuff like that. Where you probably your parents give you access to it where you're like you know, 11, 12, whatever. Um, and then you have shows like Too Hot to Handle where it's just extremely sexy people wearing nothing. And then you're like, I'm confused. Do I like men or women or what is this? Like, you just they're, like they're all very you good chop looking. Chop off your fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so he would he would beat her if she fucking didn't listen to him. Essentially, the violence escalated over time with Castro often breaking her fucking bones, and um, Fuck, that's sad. Only allowing her to go to the hospital after she swore she wouldn't report it to the police. So he already was an abusive person. Oh, because you got a fucking because you got fingered in your anus when you were fucking five. Get over it, bud. That's a fucking <laughs> pop cherry, dude. You're fine. <laughs> and I you did, liked it. Some people would have oh, liked. That's oh, that's not a good. No, it's not. That's good. not a good thing. Well, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. But he uh, we'll get we'll play some videos later of this guy sick and uh, is a fucking idiot and doesn't hold uh, doesn't uh, you know he. Doesn't take account of his actions. Kind of like fucking every goddamn politician. Castro beat um, this woman, uh, Naldia, Nalda, Naldia, whatever, in the presence of her brother, and he was arrested. But uh, when he was released, she refused to press charges, which is 
it's you get scared, man. Like yeah. I've seen that a lot of times. Like yeah. it's it's kind of crazy to think about it. Like from an outsider perspective, it looks fucked up, but like they actually are like scared enough yeah. that that they're like for if some he reason out, he's he... going to somehow get out. And you know what? That fucking happened to uh, that happened in Paris actually. Um, the uh, my mom sold Avon for I, I don't know maybe like two months. You remember Avon catalogs? Yes, I remember, yeah. yeah, so she sold Avon. I the used lady, to kidnap those women. The, the lady she was getting it from, her husband, exactly that same thing. Her husband beat her. She put him in jail. He got out and he killed her. It happens all the time. And I was like, holy fuck, that was on uh, that was on uh, Whitlaw. Yeah. That happened. I was like, holy fuck. I don't want to mention who I know, but I know someone very close to me that works with abused and battered women and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fucked. Fuck because it. they're always And I get it, too. Like, yeah, it's scary. And they put that fear in yeah. you. They're like, oh, I will find you anywhere. Like, you can't hide from yeah. me. And like, then they're like, okay, well, I'm going to make him happy, I guess. Like, yeah. It's disgusting. And, and it's not excusable in any regards. If you were fucking molested or you got beat by your dad, you should be a better person. You didn't even person. get molested. He got a fucking finger. <laughs> He's fine. He said he got beat by his father and shit too. And who didn't? Yeah. In 1990, I was beat by my mother, not my father. Yeah, my I was beat, beat by me. my mother, not my father. Too. <laughs> In 1992, they moved to 20, 200, fucking whatever, uh, 2207 Seymour Drive with ooh, Seymour Drive with their with their four children. After arriving, Castro padlocked every door in the house and started working in the basement where he installed a heavy trap door and added curtains and layers of bricks to soundproof it. I like, um, honey, uh, what are you what are you doing down there? I don't know. <laughs> Just digging. <laughs> it's just like, why are you down there all the time? Bricks. Why do you guys do we need more bricks? Why'd you buy all this soundproof equipment? Why are you asking questions? <laughs> Did you want to get beat again? <laughs> I, I'm taking up drums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because I didn't know when they like the movie just shows the general aspects. Only an hour and a half movie. They didn't get in the full yeah, of course. detail of his past and stuff like that. Right. But it is crazy that I didn't know that he was doing this when he was still living with his wife. She eventually leaves him, which we'll get into, but it's yeah. crazy that he Can you was, imagine like that's. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's a we'll show more of the images later, yeah. but. It's it's fucking crazy that he was uh, cops doing your job finally. Yes, nice. I know. <laughs> Creepy looking fucking house though. Honestly, just you know, it, it, to me, and even I said to Chelsea, I was like, oh, creepy looking house. She like it looks like every other house. So it's like you don't. It does. It does just look fucking, like every other yeah, house. It's crazy because then you're like, you don't know, you don't really know if your next door neighbor has some somebody somebody locked in their basement. You know, you don't know. You should after talking to him if you have half a brain. Have you ever seen anything like that doing your attic shit? Like anything weird yeah. that you like? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, There's things I feel like I should have reported, but I fucked. didn't. You should try. <laughs> you see some kid locked in a cage, like Bill. no, there was one. I heard, was, I heard about your podcast. Can you help me? It was the nicest. Uh, it was the nicest. Um, it was actually an Indian family. They were super fucking sweet. They were super nice, but and like some different cultures do just weird things sometimes yeah. so like it looks from the outside you're like that looks fucked but it could be totally harmless i don't know uh attic accesses are usually in the closet i've told this story before yeah. um and so i go up into the bedroom and then it's in his bedroom closet the bedroom closet has not just like a door lock but like oh, a yeah. bolt lock told, oh, on the outside of the door like you're locking something in like I opened it up, and all that was in this closet was a mattress. That's their when their kids are not good, probably. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like it's probably like not like that. Like in their culture, that's not that bad. And mm. you're just like, that's 
fucked. You can't be hit, and I don't give a shit. And, and he literally, immigration like, is fucking because crazy. They, you can't come here and just fucking push your bullshit on all of oh, us. Oh, stop. Whatever. Um, anyways, but uh, <laughs> no, but the, the thing that threw me off was how nonchalant he was about it. He's like, oh, oh, sorry, that's just law. It just jiggles, and he's like, open it up, and then he's like, oh, can you? Is sorry, this is just a big covered in pee well, and blood. No, it was a clean mattress, but like, he's like, oh, sorry, can you help me move this? I forgot to move this out before, and I was like, sure. He's like, yeah, like no problem, just removing it out. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, there's the hatch. So I was like, fucking weird. Like it was nothing. Like everybody has a bolted bedroom closet with a mattress in it. Yeah, maybe like, it's just normal. Okay, that's like, what I mean. I was fucking, like, okay. And no, he played got, it off. If that is anyone, fuck, yeah. he played it off. But Indians, like, they do, like, live with, like, their grandparents and their fucking kids, kids, cousin, and fucking everybody. There could have been a mattress. There didn't have to be a lock. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> there was a bolt lock, like a deadbolt. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, okay. So once he finished, he forbade anyone from entering the basement. Later, he tinted all the windows and forbade his wife to use the phone and began to lock up his family in the house while he was away doing his gigs with his band, which uh, could last up to four days. Where he's like, if you, and this is like crazy how he started this from the beginning kind of thing is like monster. It's fucking crazy. And that he's like, and in, in the movie, it shows it where it's just like, he's like, once he kidnaps them, he's like, I just wanted a family. You see, we're together together. Like, like we're, Hey, this is what I wanted. It's like, mm. you can't just take people from the street. And be like you would be a good son. You would be a good wife. You would be a good grandma. Like fucking just, and just create a family. And everyone's just scared of you. <laughs> crazy we're happy we're having fun (laughs) this is fun (laughs) (laughs) fucking nuts and then so uh naldia uh became pregnant with a fifth for the fifth time and castro not wishing to have more children unsuccessfully tried to induce a miscarriage by punching her and kicking her in the belly fun stuff that was 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 the kid retarded when it got born um i don't know it came out Oh, fuck. I can't say that word anymore. Sorry. I don't give a shit. Was man. the kid not intelligent when it came out? Like, it is crazy. Because, like, I, did the kid have more chromosomes than normal? I, I've told you about that story about this chick. I'm not going to name her. She has, like, fucking five fucking kids now, which is funny. But we, it was uh, one of the chicks I dated when I was growing up. Um, and she, she was pregnant at, like, 13 or 12, probably 13. And then wow. she would she would tell my friends to punch her in the stomach and like to kill the baby because she didn't want to go for an abortion because she was also poor. I went to her house one time and it, I don't think she's ever going to listen to this, but her like stepdad said he was a crip and he was missing an arm. And for a long time, the bones were just taken out of his arm and he didn't get it amputated for some fucking reason. So his arm would just dangle. It was fucking weird. And then she got taken off and he, there was like Eminem posters everywhere. He said he was a crip in Brantford. Like I'm a white crip. I'm like, yeah, sure you are, bud. And then, uh, I remember going there in and they Brantford. had some, dis- they had like just cooked tomatoes in, in like just soup past. It was disgusting. And, uh, they're very poor environment like from a bad unstable yeah. home and that's why she was like i don't want to have a kid and stuff like that and yeah, she would get like, all my friends to punch her in the fucking stomach and i'm like Ugh. did she end up having the kid no we killed it 
Just kidding. I didn't participate, but I watched my friends. Fuck. She's like, and my bum buddy Dylan is like, should I, are you like, you want me to do this? And he's like, and we're like 13, 14. And she's like, yeah, just punch me as hard as you can. In the stomach. And he's like, I don't want to fucking do that. And she's like, do it. And then, so, and <laughs> she killed it somehow. She also threw herself down the stairs, supposedly, um, to try to kill it. So that's what happens when you live in unstable homes. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. She seems like she's doing good now. So that's, that's good. It's good. <laughs> uh, good, good, good. good. Yeah. So in October 1993, Castro threw uh, Naldia down a flight of steps, and she broke her skull. And just like every time it's just like you go to the hospital, it'd be like, I fell down the stairs. Again. Again. <laughs> How about you move to a bungalow? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a few weeks later, she began to have seizures and was diagnosed with a blood clot in her brain that hardened into a, a maligned tumor. Oh, fuck's sake. Huh? Crazy. Fucking stairs. stairs. They'll get you. They'll get you. <laughs> on, on, on December 26, Castro came home drunk and attacked her again. Jesus his 12 year old son, Ariel Jr., because his name is Ariel Castro, and it's spelled the same way as Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Okay. Get it? Yeah. Ariel Jr. ran out to get help, and Castro ran after him. A moment that Nadelia used to lock him outside and called the police. She finally was like, enough is enough. And um, there's an atmosphere song. That's really good about like abuse and stuff like that and how you have to just, you have to leave. Mm-hmm. You have to leave. It's not going to make your life any better for anyone else that's suffering from this. And you're listening to a podcast locked in a basement. Some, for some reason, <laughs> you're allowed to listen to strange fruit. <laughs> that's it. That's though. what we're allowing here. <laughs> I don't want These to, guys spa- don't I don't want to spawn fuck. that. It's just like that Jeffrey Dahmer meme where he's like, the TV's on and he's got the knife out and it's like, you got to watch this. And it's just like strange brew podcast. It's like the one really like, they're funny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't find them that funny, but they are. You're going to laugh. Make you laugh. (laughs) The officers found, uh, so it's crazy. And the officers found him pounding on the front door and arrested him, uh, after Castro fled. So he's like booked it out of there and they finally got him. Um, she was called to testify before a grand jury in February 1994, but Castro, having been released on 25 grand bail, uh, reached her moments before she got in the building and threatened to kill her and the children if she said anything. Just before, and Canada's becoming like this because Fuckface seems to want to release so many dangerous criminals out into the streets. Where you you have that uh, Amber Alert, which is like fucking two people around your neighborhood, and it was like way far away, but they put out the fucking. It's like a hundred kilometer radius. Yeah, they're doing it for everybody. You know what does suck though, and like I can't help but think half of them are garbage. Is no um those Amber Alerts uh, in a sense they are. Do you realize like probably a good ninety percent of all the ones we get are the mother calling it because the father has the daughter get this uh and i'm like i understand there are situations like that but i can't help but think that like a lot of the time they're just like he's just like no fuck you like you're you're fucked up like i'm making sure she's safe probably aren't true to pay attention to amber alerts right most of them are a foreign name and most of it is a male with some sort of younger occupant or whatever like a kid right oh it's his Um, kid yeah usually yeah and they're usually foreign names you no, never see like James see Smith. No, I do see a lot. I've of never seen that. And there's a conspiracy. Essentially, the person, the woman that created the the Amber Alert thing, uh, was supposed to be connected to the Clintons in child trafficking, and the Clintons supposed to be hushed, put hush money 
uh, and got her out of jail and stuff like that. It and I could be phrasing this in a different way, but that's essentially what I heard. Who got is said the Amber Alert lady got thrown in jail? You just For, said? yeah. Um, putting the, the Amber Alert. And who knows if you'll be able to find it, but I saw tons of videos on this shit like years ago. And essentially that you, she, you skipped over a massive part. The person that made the Amber that, Alert that cre- the, listen, that got cre- thrown in jail. That created Yeah, that's what I mean. The whole thing of Amber Alert. Okay. She was she was she was tried or convicted or even just arrested for some sort of thing to do with children. Oh holding a oh gotcha. Saying after this thing, somebody yeah. said, Okay, now we need to start putting out Amber Alerts yeah. when this she, happens again. Oh, okay. No, no, not even that. The woman that literally like put the foundations into creating what the Amber Alert is today and having to alert people actually got and she had there's a fucking huge conspiracy. Was in was in jail. For doing that exact and, same thing. And, yeah. And you know what's crazy? If if Amber Alerts actually worked, you would get one almost every two hours. The amount of children that go missing all the time and get fucking fed to reptilians or some weird pervert in the fucking underground or Jimmy Savile or whoever the fucking... He's dead, but he's probably still alive somewhere. Um, but... That's fuck. It's fucked up, man, and it is true. That if you look at the statistics of the rate that children go missing, and then you fucking have an Amber Alert like ah once a month or once every a couple of weeks or whatever like that, it would be astronomical how often we'd actually get them if they were actually reporting them on mass scale like they should mm-hmm. be. Like all the indigenous fucking kids and women that just go fucking missing all the time, fucking yeah. weird. So yeah, he terrified her. Uh, declared that the attack uh, that had never happened, and the charges were dropped. So he was like, I, I didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> she when she said that they didn't never happen because she was scared for her life. Nadalia then uh, uh, Nalda. Wouldn't she have gotten charged for that? Wouldn't that be like a false thing? Yeah, I don't know. Or they, they they all knew what happened, but they're like, we can't yeah, fucking we do anything. Can't if do you anything. Fucking it, say it. It's true. That's that happens all the time. I'm sure. They moved her mother, uh, uh, her to. Uh, she moved to her mother's house with the children, and Castro uh, cut almost all contact with them. He spent his time further fortifying the house, using material stolen from the next door neighbor. Just after, busy. after threatening him with a shovel, like, hey, I need more bricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see you got some. I see you got that foam in your back. I'm taking I'm taking some some of your house bricks. We'll, we'll show the images of what it looked like later, but it's pretty fucking horrific. Mm-hmm. And um, it's crazy that I didn't, and I've known about this case for a long time, and I didn't know that he was actively working on it like for so long, where he had in his head that I want to take somebody. Like that's, I want to take somebody away. Somebody's getting fucking put I need here. a family. All my five kids are gone. I need a new family, okay? And, I, and, and I'm like, not attractive enough to get them on my own. No, and uh, you will see that um, that during this whole time, right, we'll get into it, further details and stuff like that is... It's actually killing me who that fucking looks like. It's really <laughs> bothering me. Can you show his face one more time? Do you not know who the fuck I'm talking about? That's an actor. He's not an actor, but he does kind no, of but- look like one. You're gonna search like what guy, no, what I, actor looks like Ariel Castro? I you know what I bet that would come up, but even better than that. What are you doing? I know exactly who would know the answer to this immediately. Who? My boss. He's oh, stupid boss. good at fucking stuff like this. <laughs> so weird. Hey, we're talking about this fucking kidnapper. Can you tell me what he looks like? Who he looks like? <laughs> fucking Christ. Um, so it's just, uh, so it, fucking, he started fortifying the house. He threatened, it's like so crazy. Like, yo, I want all that shit in your backyard. We're going to beat you with a shovel. Um, and nobody called like his neighbors. There is specific times. And even the movie, they show it that there was people aware of what was kind of happening and chose to do nothing. 
And that's the, you know, and the, what's that quote? In the face of evil, it's not evil, that's the fucking issue. It's people that look upon evil and do fucking nothing. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Um, later, Castro began installing multiple security alarms and strategically placed mirrors all over the house until he was sure that nothing could happen in his house without him seeing. Strategically he, placed mirrors. He, he had those stupid fucking big does. round ones that he you can does. see around the corner. Yes, he he had one of those. And how long, this is so premeditated. How long was he developing this and then fantasizing about it? It's crazy. Because we'll get into the first uh, victim that he kidnaps. Um uh, oh my god, I remember. Oh, I thought I remember. He he thought that uh she was like 15 and she was 23 or 21 or something like that. So oh, what, he's like okay, you're a little expired. <laughs> oh my god, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I I'm, I'm just trying to make light. I don't mean what I say. It's so mean. I don't. We literally put it in our description. It's not for the faint of heart or easily offended. So get over yourselves. I know, but they're still alive, so it feels wrong. Yeah. Later Castro, yeah, you began installing all the stuff while uh taking um I guess so she had brain surgery, uh his ex-wife. Okay. She well, began dating probably. dating a, a security guard, Fernando Cologne. Oh, probably like that. She's like, you have a gun yeah. <laughs> or any sort of weapon? Sure. He's like, my hands are my weapons. You're bare. You're <laughs> He's like, sir, it's Blart. officer. It's barely sir. <laughs> you're a security guard. I know. Uh, Castro learned of their relationship when one of his daughters called him from Fernando's home. And he became furious. It's funny how they all run in packs, eh? Oh, he texted me back. Is he like, that's Ariel Castro. Oh, it's the fucking, I knew it. The guy from fucking Breaking Bad. The, not Heisenberg, but the other guy that makes meth. That does not look. Yes, it fucking like does. And that's exactly what he said, too. That's exactly who I was pinpointing. the bell guy? Oh, whatever. We're not doing this. Oh, my God. What's his name? I'm going to pull up a fucking picture of him. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So then he figured out, right, and he became fur- uh, furious. He called Fernando claiming that um, Naldia was his wife mm-hmm. and that he had stolen her from him. But Fernando reminded Castro that they were never married in the fucking first place. It's like, come on, buddy. Get out of here. All right. All right. Later, Castro saw Fernando taking his children to school and attempted to run him over with his car. Okay. Isn't that crazy? This guy's like a lunatic, and this is why people like him need to be in jail. Um, Yes. Look at this. Are you fucking kidding me? Stop screaming at me. Are you telling me that doesn't look like him? Oh, it does. Oh, it does, kind of, yeah. Are you fucking serious? Oh, that guy. Yeah. Let me show your stupid phone. Oh my god, man! I can I can see it like a white version. This guy. The, uh, you G- can scroll Gale, through. Gail, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was bothering me. Holy shit! But he goes fucking. His first guest was Jack Nicholson. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, fucking files. Supposedly, Fernando uh, did dodge him, and Fernando filed charges against Castro, uh, but they were dropped due to lack of evidence. Be like, I couldn't get a picture. He was trying to hit me with his car. It is crazy. 
crazy how these people go under the radar for so long. And the same thing was happening, like, it's sorry, to bring up how shitty Canada is, and hopefully this ages well and Canada becomes better. Uh, but like, Probably won't. Probably will get a lot worse, but essentially because we're uh, they're trying to crack down on guns, obviously, totalitarianism, that's what they want. They want to take away all our guns so they can inflict more pain onto the population. But like, that they're releasing, someone will like get arrested for a crime, they'll release them on bail, like some sort of assault, aggravated bullshit, blah, 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 and they'll get released like the same day, a day after, three days after, a week later, and then they will go to the same fucking thing. It's happened numerous times in the, this year alone in Canada. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. Um, so... In 1997, she finally got full custody of the children, and Castro uh, was deprived with only visitational rights. Good. You don't deserve to have kids, you fucking piece of shit. How the fuck did they even get visitational yeah, rights? Yeah, I know. So, let's get into the abductions, the capture, and what leads up to all this crazy shit. You know what's funny? If the roles were completely reversed, uh, he would still have fucking full uh, custody. If it was the yeah. if it was the woman that was hitting, she'd still fucking have full custody of the children. So fucking nuts, oh. man. So nuts. Ah, uh, yeah. So you better shut up. I've gone this far. I don't know what I'm capable of. I don't know how he talks. I imagine See, he talks. I don't like, know how he talks. You better sh- you better shut up, okay? I've gone this far. I don't know hey, what I'm capable of. <laughs> We need to listen, listen. <laughs> we need to uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he actually spoke with it. He doesn't have an accent. And, or I will kill you. What <laughs> <laughs> you, fucking Ahmed? Ahmed, that's exactly what I was going I for. Kill you. <laughs> uh, after his family left, Castro became interested in BDSM, Billy's favorite <laughs> pastime fucking sport. <laughs> I'll take the over. Would you rather? No. Would you rather? Okay, because Billy's single now. Um, would you rather like? Are you a vanilla guy? Anton would call us vanilla for sure. Um, or like, of course, of course, Anton would call us vanilla. I know. Yeah, sticking fist up his ass. I'm not saying that he does that. Just so people are aware. Are you calling us white? Is that no, what you're asking no, me? Vanilla, like in the sack. Like I'm good with like some good doggy style. Oh. Like, or do you, do you need like um someone I work with? I'm, he might eventually come on the show. I think you'd like him. Um, he's funny, and I like the dude. Uh, and he like loves true crime stuff. And uh, he's like, eh, he's like seeing this old like she's about like ten years older than him, older woman. He's cool. single, whatever. I'm like, good for you, bud. Live your life, live your life. But he's like, she's kind of like a a lights off. It, under the sheets kind of girl and he's like just like look look like i'm gonna enjoy myself as long as she's enjoying herself okay that's like whatever you want me i'll do it Billy like, sounds I'm like a serial killer i'm <laughs> i'm a very i'm a very <laughs> selfless lover that's that's what that Billy's is like, whatever I, you I, want if, that's what you like cool that's what yeah. i'm into too i fucked you for five hours i didn't come but if you came that's all that matters oh no i gotta come eventually but like after I come, I'll keep going if she hasn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, like, do you like like it like nice vanilla or would you get into some BDSM shit? Like if a chick wants you to strap her to a bed and fucking paddle her ass, I do it. Yeah, I yeah. do whatever. Whatever the fuck's gonna make you come, I'm gonna do. Okay. What about if she gapes open her vagina and shoves pine cones in it? No, I'm not. I'm you know not, what? I I'm didn't tell you that. yet. So you know what? Me and Chal- somebody did that. No, no. I, I've mentioned it before, and like I'm fucking. He's. It's. It's a huge podcast. I would give a fuck, but you love Tom Segura. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Um, we rented his Christmas. Uh, off topic a little bit. We rented his Christmas live special. I'm traumatized. 
traumatized. He showed videos of this woman gaping up her vagina and putting fucking pine needles into her vagina. They show like horrific oh, stuff. Bobby Lee was there and Bobby Lee is like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. He's <laughs> like, and he was like mortified and we were just trying to watch Bobby Lee's thing, but Charles is like, don't look because she was even looking more than I was and I looked on the screen, there's a knife in a vagina. <laughs> like they were showing the most fucking horrific shit and I can't get over it. I've said it like three times on the podcast of like, who does this? And Aaron's like, maybe he's his doing it to be edgy because i'm like it was fucked up i will never rent another live and i li- read like comments of the people like afterwards like on instagram and like the heavy section was really heavy and like that i'm like who enjoys this who enjoys and will sit there and be like yeah yeah i like this this makes me laugh looks good so fucked like some of the most horrific shit there was a guy that was a guy you hate actually he's successful now because why he, he got me to talk about you're it. talking yeah, about exactly. it exactly he got there was a guy and they, they, they have people send them they, they don't they don't have to look for any of this shit people send them tons of fucked up shit like this and there was a guy that took uh fucking christmas lights like the big one was the bulbs on it and he put it deep into his foreskin and it was like coming well isn't that fucked up dude so crazy. I don't know why people are into that shit. And Anton's always like, don't kink shame. I was like, you like fucking weird shit. And you were like, I, I don't get it, man. Those people are broken. You are broken human beings. If you like, if, if you, you're broken, if you like to fucking shove pine cones or whatever in your, if you put a knife in your vagina, that's like a necro song. I've only heard that from necro songs. That's, that's, a, that's a necro song has like put a knife in your vagina yeah, and you blood, slice up inside yeah, it. And yeah, then blood that's lubrication what make it easy sliding up. That's one of the lines. Ugh. Yeah, it's fucked up. Oh, uh, period. Uh, yeah. I've had Mr. Hyde in the podcast. I've talked to have Mr. Hyde back on, but I would love to get Necker on the show. Um, he <laughs> he wanted me to get him TikTok followers, and then his account got banned. He's like, you got 30,000 followers. Help me get fucking things. I did like a video for him, and then he got banned. And I was like, you got banned, man. <laughs> like, I can't help you, man. You're done. <laughs> You're uh, done, son. So, so he became interested in BDSM, developed the fantasy of holding a teenage girl in his home as a slave. And this is the problem with fucking some porn, especially some people and alter your brain. I don't think porn is healthy in any regard, even though I watch it. On August 22nd, of course uh, 2002, it, it is weird because the mushrooms disconnects you from a lot of that stuff where you're like, fuck, man, you feel like a... Fourth? Four? Are we at four? In- yeah. Everyone drink every time I say the word mushroom. It's fine. Uh, Castro was at the dollar store when he overheard Michelle Knight asking how to get to so- the social services, services, social services office. Knight's two-year-old son had earlier been taken into social services and she had an appointment for an evaluation to determine if she was fit to raise him. However, she was not familiar with the area and was lost. Castro was sure Knight... That there was um, around 15, uh, that she can assume that night was around 15. That's what I said. Like, um, which she's going, wanting to go to social services. Why would a 15 year old girl go to social services? For, if she wants to get out of her living arrangement, maybe. I guess. But even that, that's kind of that's, odd. That's night. Is, that's her? Uh, one with the hair over her eye. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fuck me. I know a girl that looks like the middle one. Yeah. This is them when they're older. Uh, pretty crazy. Oh, so, they look like they're. They bounce back a little bit. Um, yeah, they are. They want to make it known, right? And oh my I, god, that's amazing! Go back to that thing though. Look at the difference in camera quality. I didn't realize how black the middle person was. Yeah, like I knew she was obviously darker skin, but like I don't think she. I don't even think she's black. I think she's like fucking Puerto Rican or some shit. Her name is De Jesus. 
No, I know a girl with the last name to Jesus. It's, I thought we were going to do it. I, thought it was, I was like, isn't it to Jesus? I was like, weird. I was like, her name is definitely to Jesus. It's not Jesus. And it's it's da Jesus. No, it's De Jesus. De Jesus. You know, it's uh, like that Kenny versus Spenny episode where it's like, who can piss off the most people? And he gets a plane to fly around Toronto. Uh, I always mention Kenny versus Spenny because it's a major show. You get it free on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it was like, fucking Jesus sucks. And then fucking Spenny's like, I can piss off that many people. It's like, cause he told him that his friend Jesus was getting married. And then it looks like it's Jesus. You could just like fucking, you know what I mean? You'd be like, Jesus fucked a bunch of whores and be like, no, that was my friend. Jesus, <laughs> not Jesus. Okay. So, you know, um, so he was, he thought that she was 15 because of her short stature and offered to give her a ride. He's like, you look like, uh, somebody who's lost. Easy pray. Yeah. Fuck. That's so fuck. She trust him because her daughter, Emily, was her friend. His daughter was her friend. Like, mm. though she had not met him in person before. Oh, so her daughter never talked about. No, her Castro's daughter, yeah. Ariel Castro's daughter. She knew of her night. Michelle Knight oh, knew okay. of her and like talked to her and were kind of friends. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's amazing so that if you're kind of friends that you don't talk about, like if you're friends with someone that kind of know, well, they're like, maybe on. she doesn't want to talk about her dad and her fucking psycho dad. I don't know. Mm. Um, in the car, Castro had a, a sign advertising puppies for sale. He said that he had to stop at home to feed them, but that that's what Billy tried to pull. But then it wouldn't be his, uh, an issue. Because, you might as well just come in. Yeah. I'm already here. <laughs> it was. Well, uh, we go to the bar. I guess you drunk, and we, then we just got to come back. Like <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> it was uh, a way to social services. Um, he's on the way to social services. Is what he said, and later he convinced Michelle Knight to get in the house by offering her a free puppy, uh, and then he imprisoned her. And because she Damn. was an adult, the police uh, didn't really. They they thought that she had left voluntarily and put little effort into finding her. Yeah, and that's kind of uh, what that that's what that is, though, right? Like, gotta love the cops. Well, it's it's not necessarily their fault, man. Like, that's you got to set a certain set of guidelines. If you followed every single lead that was out there ever, like nothing would get solved. They have everybody be running rampant after serial killers slide through their fucking fingers. Well, I understand, but again, what are you going to do? There, there's a difference. So you either spend all of this time and money trying to look for somebody that you think might be yeah. doing this, or you get a immediate 911 call of a drunk driver on the fucking road about to kill yeah. somebody. And you're like, okay, well yeah. that's where that attention's or going. Or send five cops to, uh, barricade a mentally handicapped person because i've seen that done you know mike on a bike famous mike on a bike what everyone knows what happened with mike on the bike i was when i used to work in a bar and this is like how bad i don't what happened okay when what timeline is this when i was working in brantford or after when i was working at pissed and broke uh oh, the, so that's the before Irish i pub. started working at wacky wings yeah and uh mike was just he just swore and he was like, he's just kind of swearing and we're like hey you need to leave kind of shit and then they called the cops on him and seven no it was like five or six cops surrounded him. I was outside smoking and I was like, and I, I was like, I, w I wanted to say something. I didn't cause they'll fucking beat my skull. Mike's, probably. Mike, Mike's not all there guys. He's harmless. Um, mentally uh, like a handicapped dude that rides on a bike. Everyone knows him in the city. The it's city. called Mike on the bike. And, and they surrounded he used him. To, you know what he used to do? This is a funny story. I was actually super impressed. So the uh, wacky wings had a club side at yeah. nighttime, like in the arcade. Super cool idea, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, I was bartending there, story. and uh, <laughs> Mike would always come in every Friday, Saturday night when we have like live DJs, and like it, it turned into like a club. Yeah. And 
this guy would stand in the corner of the bar. I swear to fucking God, not miss a beat for like a solid three hours and just go. And just dance. No, but like yeah. aggressively. Yeah. And I'm like, he's mentally handicapped. can't you be fucking exhausted by know. now? Like, how can you move like that thing? and still Sorry. weigh that much? Um, He's a very nice guy. And uh, he would go uh, the first time. We Does sp- that not baffle? Know, Is that crazy. not a crazy it's fucking story? because their mind story? doesn't work the same. No, but no fat went off him. He's still huge. He, they had to, his family had to send out a letter to be like, stop feeding him. Because he would show up at restaurants and just ask for food. And the first time I met him, we were like, we, I <laughs> he'd always get food everyone yeah. just fed him it was it's, so wholesome yeah and he's a nice guy and the first time i met him we were at the the old uh, this old mall that me and billy know of and uh we're at, he was at the door and he would just say hello to everyone that entered the door wouldn't let anyone pass without saying hello to them and we we're like what's wrong with this guy and we didn't know who he was or anything right we we're like 12 years old yeah and it's like we were just like laughing it's just like you don't fucking know when you're that young and you don't know this guy made a name for himself just riding around on his bike yeah. getting free food from every restaurant he so down big, and yeah. like he was, it's yeah, like you're gonna kill huge. him you love him i know you want to give him food but you're gonna kill him but like he danced like that for three that's an intense worker dude yeah. i can't do that for 20 minutes i know he did it like not cigarettes? missing a fucking beat i haven't smoked smokes in fucking months um but anyways nope three hours dude seriously yeah. Like three fucking hours. That's someone, someone harder than fit. There night. are people in the fucking gym. And when I say people, I'm going to say 95% of every gym rat yeah. I know that has crazy endurance couldn't fucking do that. So if you want to work like, out for fuck long me. hours, have autism. Yeah, just go to fucking Mike <laughs> on the bike and just watch him fucking dance. <laughs> so uh, off top of this, I don't know how that came up, but this is Trade Who Podcast is what we do. Um, so... Pretty crazy. He offered her, and then he like essentially imprisons her, um, just like shoves her in and fucking. And it's crazy uh, because according to the movie, um, he like strapped her up. Okay, okay. like um, hog tied. Okay, okay, um, like hands behind the back, feet behind the back, connected together, and then strung her up, like and had her like lay there pissing herself, shitting herself, whatever fucking pretty horrible shit and she could see wow. like out the window and see people and so fucked up man well and it was tinted couldn't not, see it in. was in the basement yet she was upstairs at least in the movies um what the movie shown and, and so I feel they, like they might have they might have exaggerated a part or two i sure. that that definitely saying that true. like it was like people just saw that happening and no, no one said nobody anything could see really in the window because it's so high up but she like Saw people and was like, because he would shove her fucking a sock in her mouth. Oh, so she, she was bound. Top floor, eh? Um, so fucking crazy. And um, Castro taunted Knight multiple times after uh, about how nobody cared that she went missing. He even tried to use the fact that uh, as a part of his defense in his trial. It's like nobody cared about her. Nobody cared. Okay, I took her. I gave her a home. I chained her up. I fucking fucked her. I better. <laughs> Yes, like, like she didn't have to pay for bills no more. She was paying bills before. <laughs> so bad. Bro. Living here rent free. That's how this guy's a fucking piece of shit. Castro, Could you imagine having that mentality and like thoroughly believing it? Like going like no, like that's a good. Like you're walking into the court and feeling good. You're like that's a fucking good argument. Like, she okay. would he would do things like strap her to the thing. He would put like a fucking um, helmet on her head, like a bike helmet, Holy so she wouldn't fuck. say anything. Yeah. Like it's. It's fucked. And then, um, so Castro's next abduction took place on April 21st. Oh, day after Hitler's birthday. Um, 2003. 
The victim, <laughs> the victim was Amanda Berry. How uh, how far was between the first one and the second one? When the first one happened, sorry. Um. So when two thousand two. Uh, so about a when year in later. Um. August. And then so okay, so close to a year later, yeah. yeah Castro next took. Uh, you got bored in like six to eight months, yeah. Yeah, and Fuck. according, and we'll get into it. But according to him, right? Uh, we'll get into it later. There's some crazy shit coming. Uh, but the victim was Amanda Berry, a workmate of his son Anthony at Burger King. It's crazy because a lot of the vi- his vic- his three victims uh, were connected to him. To his kids, which is crazy. Well, they say we well, yeah, have five that's, kids. That's so. everywhere, dude. That's a stat. Uh, ninety what is it? I think it's like ninety-two percent of all uh, molestation and abduction happen from people you know. Yes, hundred percent. Which is fucked. So crazy, man. That's why you gotta be careful. I in uh, Vinny passes a song about like um, stepfathers. It's in the point of view of the stepfather. It's fucking cr- a crazy song because it's like it shows like a, it's a whole, a whole thing about this dad and he um, you know has a stepwife or not stepwife but a wife and her kids and then, and then he he essentially like beats them and then the whole song's like uh, is why is your son keep staring at the fucking wall is he retarded and he like beats the kid and then it's a Vinny passes like crazy songs when it comes to stuff like this and. And then it like, oh, your daughter wants to dress up like a horse. I'm going to slide up in her and shit like that. And at the end, wow. she does, they call the police and they, they, he doesn't want them to, to leave. So he shoots them all and then kills himself. And the song is like through the perspective of the stepfather, which is crazy. And it shows like how sick people are and good for him for being not like good for him, but crazy that he was able to contextually write a song like that. Yeah, it's it would intense. Be hard. It would be, it's be hard. It's impressive. It's, yeah. You, it, it's a fucking good song but mm. it's fucked up um so yeah she she <laughs> Castro wanted to abduct Amanda Berry uh, for a while now because she was blonde and Barry's 17 17th birthday was the following day it's like you're perfect and he's the one she's the one that he really liked um we'll get into it but essentially he thought Michelle Knight was uh not good looking and he would call her which one's Michelle can you guess Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds bad. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Dutch is in the chat. What's up, Dutch? Uh, the one true fan. He's the one guy, like I said, on um, what's that called? Uh, um, Jack Black. Uh, Tenacious D. The one guy that's always like fucking <laughs> like awesome. ready to go. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Such a crazy case, though. Like, because like Castro offered her a lift home after sh- uh, her shift. She accepted because she knew Anthony, also Castro's daughter, Angie, who had gone to school with her, which is sick. His he, He's fantasizing mm-hmm. about his kids' friends and or That's work. work fuck it, this guy's psycho. Uh, Castro told Barry that Angie was uh, at home and he mm-hmm. proposed to stop there so he could uh, she could greet her. Like, hey, if she's at home and come hang out. His house looked disgusting. Okay. Like, seemed like he didn't take care of it. And. Once in the house, Castro used a guard dog to distract Amanda Berry, took her cell phone, and imprisoned her, um, which is fucking crazy. Because even in the, like I liked, uh, I thought the like I said to Chelsea even today, the movie she watched with me was I, f- I felt like they did justice of the case. They didn't go into full detail, hour and a half. Kind of, it's kind of hard when they're still living in there. But as she, so she, she's been already kidnapped for a year. Yeah, and then he he turns on the loud music. Just to make sure no one can hear anything. And then 
he she sees it and she's like no like Michelle like night like is essentially freaking out and be like no 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 this can't happen she already feels imprisoned she's already well she is imprisoned she's been there for a, like almost a year da da and she starts to realize what's happening that he found another victim another person to it's so oh because he's keeping them like separate obviously yeah you think like he's taking care of their feces and cleaning them she would shit in a bucket and stuff like yeah. that. And, and yeah, it's huh. yeah, fuck. I don't know, crazy. And then, and then we're gonna get into stuff. This is what's leading Shit. up to, which I know, um, we'll eventually get into. Um, f- the, this will lead up to doing talks about like Fritzel, uh, Joseph Fritzel, the guy that like kidnapped his own daughter, fucked her, had a kid with her, in fucking Austria, because everyone's fucking fun comes from there. <laughs> so crazy. Okay. <laughs> fucking. The, the big H man, and also Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger, fucking piece of shit. Oh, Our, wh- whoa, what? Arnold Schwarzenegger is a massive piece you didn't of shit. Man. Say it like that. That's not how you said his name. Schwarzenegger. You I said, said his name with a hard R. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Yes, you fucking uh, did. Go back if you think so. Have a drink to that one. A week later, Castro Can't used Amanda you that? Barry's <laughs> cell phone to call her mother and said he had her and that she was fine. And she would go home in a couple of days. So I don't even, I don't think he says her name, but he essentially like says like, Hey, I have your daughter. Don't worry though. It's just for a little bit. There's don't, don't, don't worry about it. I got her. It's fine. And he doesn't, he used herself to call her own mother, which is fucking horrifying that he did shit like this, which is like, did he even say, Oh, he didn't even say who he was. Obviously. No, cause, no. Cause yeah. You get yourself fucking yeah. arrested. Right. So it's such oh a my fun. god! Yeah. Don't worry, I got her. Like she's good. Like, yeah. Well, you'll see her soon. But, but Amanda like, Berry's ca- a caused a public commotion, and her family did appear on on TV multiple times. And uh, there will Fuck. be a point where, like, Castro does give access to a TV. It's like, guy. Oh, he tries to teach them, like, oh, I'll treat you good if you just fucking listen, and we'll get into it. But he sets up stuff so if they try to leave, um, he will like purposely do things to leave access open to the door or something like that. And then if he catches them, then he like beats them and all that shit to it. This is so like, yeah, leave the door open unchained and just sit around the corner. Staring. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's psychologically will break somebody down. Right. Yeah. Because that's how you have Stockholm syndrome yeah. is people that like, and me and Juan actually talked about that where it's just the idea that they, they became like, they felt for their captives. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. So Fucked. I know they the call proved that Amanda Berry had been abducted, and the FBI was called into the investigation. But you know what? They don't do anything like fucking maybe uh, prosecute Hunter Hunter Biden and his laptop. You pieces of shit. Fuck the FBI. Uh, they triangulated triangulated the call to the area where she had been abducted and parked a van now there. However, the phone exact location could not be determined because Castro never called again. Meanwhile. Castro told Amanda that he had phoned her family and told them that uh, they should not look for her because they were now a couple. I love her. She's like, she's part of me now. Okay. Like so nuts. You're kind of like my girlfriend. If you think (laughs) about it, um, you don't like, Oh, sorry. No, 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 honey, honey, honey. You're not from Puerto Rico. Uh, you don't get a say. No, uh, you're my girlfriend. Um, so yeah, we'll start there and then, uh, yeah, see how it goes. That's so crazy. So that the one with the eyebrow piercing is Amanda. Um, okay. And like, look at those fucking before pictures. I know. Like, that's unreal. Like, that's what that looked like, like originally. Yeah. That's 
fucking mind blowing. Yeah, it's so crazy. This whole These case poor is not, fucking girls, man. I, know. I asked Billy, I was like, what do you want to get into today? And he's like, kidnapping. And I was like, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I made it like abundantly clear that like not ones that are recent or alive. This is, <laughs> this is like, I'd rather him dead. Yeah, because then I can I'd say whatever the fuck I want. I'd rather not have a victory because this is a victory. No, no, no. I'm talking state. about like do this like from the, the 40s. <laughs> or the fifties. This is never gonna happen. We're gonna be talking about fucking shit, and it's gonna get more. Or they recent. actually died. It could be from like ten years ago, and they died, and like nobody cares anymore because they don't have family around here. <laughs> crazy. And then I can make jokes, but yeah. like this is fucked. <laughs> this is so, another. This is another Watts family fucking murder no, all over again. This Tom. was ten years ago. It's fine. Or fucking twenty years or whatever. It's such a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> get over. On April second, two thousand four. Um, Castro's youngest daughter, Arlene, left school with her best friend, Janina de Jesus. See, Gina de, de Jesus. Jean, it's Gina de Jesus. But wouldn't it be better if it was Janina de Jesus? Sounds better. I'm so happy we had this conversation. There's fucking actually a girl I know that has that last name, and I don't think I've ever said her last name to her. And if I ever do, I want to know how to. Can you say to Jesus to her? You'd be like, Hey, Jesus. You know, everybody does that. That is the corniest joke. That that joke to somebody <laughs> with that name is going to be as bad as like, oh, is it free? There was no price tag on it. Yeah, so <laughs> stupid. Uh, did, uh, did Jesus's father, uh, Gina, uh, father was a former schoolmate of Castro. It is fucking crazy. Jesus. That how connected. The Jesus. <laughs> yeah. How connected all of the people were around him. It's not like, and we're going to get into some disturbing case on this podcast. I've wanted to talk about things like Holly Jones and, um, Tori Stafford. Are they dead? Oh my God. Story Stafford. I remember that one. Yeah. That's in Woodstock. Yo, that I was, remember. yeah, that was super recent. That was, I was alive for that. Yes, that was, yes, yeah. Yes. I remember when that happened. That, that was what, like a, 10, 15 years ago. That's eventually going to come on the podcast. That's going to be dark as fuck. And Yo. because of where I work in that city and it was like crazy. There, Yo, there's that was certain, that was how long ago? That was probably about 15 years ago. Yeah, eh? yeah. Yeah. We were teenagers when it happened. Yeah. Was I? Was I like Tori Stafford? That Maybe. was like Swish LA yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. That wasn't that. That yeah. was like a, 10 years ago. And that's what I'm saying. There's going to be disturbing Shit. stuff. And I'm like, it's not yeah, always going to be jokes and stuff like that. But I love true crime and I want to dive it's, into these cases because it's fucking crazy. And it's bad too. If you're still listening at this point, I just deal with things with jokes. Yeah. Um, I just like to. And there are, yeah, probably not that. the best. But like, if I'm uncomfortable, I say something stupid. Yeah. That's uh, And people understand you deal with things through humor. Humor. Um, people that were in the Holocaust, the Jews that were in the fucking concentration camps and stuff like that would use humor because they were like i have nothing else right i have to like try to make light of oh, these dark situations you're talking about the i can't i, can't, <laughs> I can't even i i almost no i can't okay i i can't what do happened that to us one. Being, uh, i can't do not that for one the easily offended no but that was what were you gonna say just say it <laughs> i was gonna be like oh the mistakes <laughs> what like they they should have died, but they didn't. Oh my god! Yeah, that's why I said I didn't want to say it. It was an intrusive thought that you made me say. <laughs> it was it's like the fucking guy I work with. Um, so fucking uh, Castro. Uh, yeah, so it's so crazy. She was related to Tito. Did uh, I want to say to Jesus? But it's it's Tito uh, de Jesus. Yeah, Tito, the leader oh, of Tito. Castro's band. 
He kidnapped. Dun, dun, dun. That's fucking crazy, man. His daughter. That's nuts. Crazy as fuck, man. That he kidnapped. I didn't. It didn't specify that in the movie by any means. It's because I just mm. re- watched it. It's fresh in my mind, right? Yeah. Um. It's crazy because the band would come to his house to play and practice. When his own daughter was there that Fucking he didn't know. crazy, man. Well, he must have had enough bricks. The two eventually split, though. I wonder why. Arlene went to uh, Fernando's workplace so he could drive her home while uh, Gina DeJesus walked to her house. Meanwhile, Castro left with the intention to pick Arlene up after school. He spotted both girls and waited for them to split. Once they did, he pulled up next to DeJesus. Fuck, I want to keep saying that. DeJesus. Gina DeJesus. Telling her that he was looking for Arlene. I need to find her. He needed to find her to help her. Uh, and after Gina got in, he drove down the opposite direction that he she had indicated towards his house mm. on um, twenty two oh seven Avenue. It's like I said this way. It's like I I know a shortcut. This is like literally the opposite direction, but I know a shortcut. No, this is like not. We're not going the right direction. I said this way. <laughs> When Gina... You don't even know... I don't even know where you live, but I'm pretty sure I can get there faster. When Gina asked uh, why he was driving the other way, Castro kept switching stories between needing to uh, needing help her pick picking up a loudspeaker and his daughter, Emily, who wasn't friends with Jesus. I love, I love being that. Being home and wanting to go to the mall with her. I, lo- I love that, uh, that that's what that's called. It's not. It's not just a speaker. I'm picking up one of them loudspeakers. <laughs> An amp. <laughs> <laughs> you mean? It's crazy. And it's nuts too to me to like that. Um, he kept making up excuses, right? He kept being like, uh, "Like, why are we going this way?" Oh, well, you know, I got to pick up the speaker. And then she's like, "Why do I? I, I don't need to be here to pick up a speaker." And he's like, "No, my daughter wants to go to the mall with you." And she's like, "I don't know your daughter." And she's like, "But she wants to go to the mall with you." And he's like, "I what? What the fuck?" And and it is it is crazy. I said I had the thought that like it is crazy to be these victims, right, and still be living and, and going through this fucking crazy thing. Mm-hmm. And then a podcast like us covers it. And this is gonna get crazier on this show. Sorry, we have guys. so much stuff to cover uh, this year alone. It's a really exciting year for Strange Brew Podcast. We've been doing this for a long time. It seems like now since the beginning of a drunken mess of a show, but we're getting better. Thumbs up. It was more fun before. I had more fun. Drinking 26ers and shit. Crazy. Janina, uh, Gina DeJesus was later imprisoned in the same room occupied by Michelle Knight after she was ordered to drill holes in the wall and put a second set of chains on them. So he, he loved Amanda. Wanted, like, that was his girlfriend, right? He loved Amanda, uh, the one in the middle in this mm-hmm. picture. And so he kept the other two together and it was fucked up because he would, they would hear uh, Michelle and um, Gina DeJesus, Michelle Knight. They would hear him raping Amanda and they drilled a hole. So the chain would actually run through the room that Amanda was in and connect them on the other side. And then, so Michelle was older. So she actually like kept telling them like, we're going to get through this. She actually was like a mother figure. I gave her so much props for how she adapted this. Yeah. We're going to get through this. Like we're going to figure it out. Like she kept thinking about her son and she would like, he would come in the room before he even abducted anyone else. And was like, she would fantasize 
about her kid and like because yeah, what happened hear, to her kid? Where did her kid um come? we'll get to it later but like okay. the, did he kill her kid no 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 okay, he didn't God. get that thank no one God. died okay he didn't kill anybody except for himself so he's we'll got morals um <laughs> but it is crazy that was that was bad yeah fuck yeah. i don't know what i can say anymore <laughs> Say whatever you want, man. No, but I got way less of a filter that I'm allowed to do when they're super old. I know. It's now now I feel bad. Like, I, I I have morals. I do feel bad. Strange bro. I'm not, I'm not a monster. I'm not. I promise. It's, I like this. Uh, it's a truly, it's like a seltzer. I like the peach one. It's not bad. True. Oh, my God. Not good? Strawberry? Truly, this is for gays. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that way. See, fuck w- everything I fucking say. <laughs> truly, tr- truly, it's delicious. I can't stop. Oh my god! Every time I see those, uh, you know those. They're not bubblies, but they're called ahas. You see those? Every single time drink. I open somebody's fridge and one of those are in, I go ah. Uh-huh. They're like what? And I'm like, oh, just this. <laughs> so I can't stop. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> uh, this chick I was like dating, she like knocked on her fridge all the time. And I was like, why are you knocking on your fridge? And she's In like, case what? Salad salad dressing. Dressing. <laughs> so stupid. stupid. Oh, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is crazy because like. The movie does like show the depictions like, like well the truth the truth to it that Michelle was trying to protect them to an extent and there was even times where she'd be like no rate me like I I will give you sexy time and then we'll get later on where fucking Harold Castro thought that yeah she liked him yeah in some in some ways right mm-hmm. so despite Michelle Knight uh, figuring um right away that he had abducted Gina of whose disappearance she had learned about on television because they gave, he's like, look what I got you guys. I got you a television. People can read your text messages. You know that? There's no fucking way. Mm -hmm. Do you know that uh, we'll get in this on a conspiracy episode, but they, uh, supposedly they legitimately have technology. They had this in the eighties or whatever too. They could read, well, nineties, two thousands, they could read like if you're holding a piece of paper. They could use a satellite to like zoom in and read what you had if you were just like standing on the street. And now, I would love to put. I would love for someone to put that much effort in for someone to read a text from my boss that said, "Ah, oh, Gail, that's his name." I swear to God, he know, rode behind me on Huntington Beach the other day. <laughs> <It's fucking ridiculous. laughs> so supposedly, right? They actually have technology, and we'll get into this on fucking conspiracy episodes. Uh, but they can actually see. They can use technology like. I don't know. How you can zoom in and clarify no, anything, but they can go inside your home and like look at the entire layout using satellite imagery to essentially they you somehow, can't go through the ceiling. Yeah, they though. can. It shoots like a beam somehow that it opens it up and you can see inside mm. the entire house. According oh. to David Wilcock and okay. Gaia, okay. um, which who knows because Corey Good, everyone thinks he's a fucking fraud, but yet he never admitted that. There's there's line. They so I like I like all those ideas too, and like all those things. That, here's the thing, and like. This is where I stand on this, and I think you'd agree with this a little bit in a sense of, yeah, okay. Do they have technology that we don't know about? 100%. Yeah. But what can I do? But with something like, that's not what I was getting at. With something like that, that would be a multi-billion dollar thing to put to the public. money doesn't exist, man? And what if once you start, if you get rich enough, it doesn't fucking matter. Money is a construct that they created. It is. Yeah, and if when well, you're when I, you're above above, 
right? Like the, people think that I go, we'll get into this another episode, but if you think of the Rothschilds and the fucking Rockefellers or fucking Klaus Schwab's in charge, you're fucking wrong. They're figureheads. They're puppets. They're the people that are really in charge or reptilians, just joking, but we'll never actually see them. We'll never know who they are. We'll never know the bloodline. We don't know who their family's connected to. It's Billy. Yeah, Billy. Billy's secretly like rich fucking Elon Musk fucking going to put Neuralink in your brain. I just lie and say I work all the time. Yeah. Uh, it comes on a fucking low-budget podcast. And uh, <laughs> so so she learned. She don't know. You make a joke about it. They she don't learned know. about fucking the Jesus's fucking. Jesus. God, uh, fucking it's fine. G- I understand. Gina. Everyone knows. And um, uh, from TV, because Castro like gave him a TV. And then like he was like. He was gone a lot of time and stuff like that where he would leave. And Castro denied it um, all the time and said that that Gina was his daughter when he brought her into the cell days later. This is my daughter. It's just like I just keep her locked up, man. It's okay. Okay? Like, that's not fucking crazy. No Amber Alert was issued for DeJesus, uh, Gina, uh, but the fact that she vanished within sight of Amanda Berry's workplace less than a year after her made the media and her families connect the cases immediately. Castro became paranoid that a security camera at the school recorded him. It was actually out of order that day. And that, to me, is always like, what, do, what world do we live in? How does that stuff happen where it's like, I believe everything happens for a reason. No matter what it is, you're here for learning yeah, a lesson. That's not a good segment. I know. That's oh, not a good segment. <laughs> I, I, do, I do believe this. In this reality, we are given lessons and stuff okay. like that. What were you going to say? Uh, nothing. I'm just nervous as to where you're going. No, no. I just It is crazy that we live in a reality that stuff like this does exist for somehow something else to happen. All these women survived. And it is... It is a weird world that we live in, and, and someone, uh, when we did Bewitch Banter, they called me privileged for saying that, essentially, that I believe everything has reason. She's like, do you think an African kid uh, would say that? And I was like, no, but they don't understand the construct of a reality and how this dimension works, which I think that I do. Fucking might not, but I at least have an understanding that I do believe. I've said it a million times. I don't know what the fuck's going on, especially recently. I've That's said it great. times. Look at I you. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to keep reading books. I have fucking so many fucking I'm so proud books. of you. You're amazing. Yeah. You fucking, you, you're a lovely person now. I'm fucking different. Dude. I'm so proud I'm of you. I'm so, like, and I, I think about things differently in the way that, like, I still believe all this crazy shit. Which is fine. But I come at it at a different <laughs> angle of, like, hey. I don't really know what is real and what's not real. And after doing mushrooms and stuff like that, how many times I've done them constantly all the time, I don't know Seven. what reality is anymore. Like comparatively to how real it really is, I don't know. And I never this will is know. Great. This is crazy. You guys don't even understand what kind of milestone <laughs> this is. That took, what, 10 I've years? Been, yes, More so than that. Been. Oh, my God, dude. You know what's crazy? We've been knowing each other for a long time, dude. Long time. Since you were 16. No, younger than that. No, you were 16. Oh, I was younger than that. But you didn't know we were hanging out. Yeah, but I... I didn't lure you into my basement and be like, hey, Billy, I got fucking chocolates and Nintendo down you here. You did, actually. Now, Billy, secretly, he actually has a chain under his Oh, leg. it wasn't that, but you lured me and you, you stuck your finger in my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and now you kidnap women. And now, like, the, the, hey... <laughs> this is public. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No, that was uh, that was probably like fourteen years ago, 
I think I smoked weed in your bedroom with you, and your mom yelled at you. Oh, fuck, sure. She always screamed at me. I'm like, yeah, I'm pulling out the window, okay? To be fair, you were being a cunt, and I was super uncomfortable, but... <laughs> that happened all the time. You should ask my girlfriend. That was probably like 14 fiance, years ago. Ask Chelsea how often my mom has screamed at us where she's standing right there. Like, and my mom's changed to an extent, but, like, I grew up with a mother that she stepped in water after I showered, and she would freak out. Why are my feet wet? <laughs> like, sorry. She had mental health issues. <laughs> sorry, Mom. She doesn't. Um, so, uh, it became fucking, like, he thought that he got recorded, but it wasn't. And actually, he, reso- uh, he wrote a bizarre four-page-long confession and a possible mm. suicide note. I don't have it, but I would be interested in reading it. It would have made the show a lot longer if I just forbade verbatim, fucking forbade That Manto made fun of me one time. I said that. Verbatim read the whole fucking note. That's so funny. I get made fun of that all the time because I keep accidentally saying that constantly. I don't know where I got that from. It probably me because I keep accidentally okay. saying that. Because Anton's like... It's verbatim, not I, forbatim. I kept saying perbatim. <laughs> in in this, he ranted about his childhood, his relationship with uh, Naldia, his uh, like ex, not really his wife, but whatever, yeah, whatever, that and the was. reasons he was holding his victims captive. Which is weird that a lot of serial killers or sick psychotic people do that, where they're like, "This is the reason why." And then you have Albert Fish is like, "I just like my kids fucking sliding their nails down my back." I have more <laughs> respect for him. Straight up, yeah. <laughs> straight shooter. Straight like that's that's kind of what we were just talking about earlier, though, in a sense of where if somebody, if somebody's in that position and doing that sort of stuff, they genuinely believe mm. that their explanation is gonna just be like, oh, that's why. Oh, you're okay. You're not such a bad guy. So fucking like crazy. that's fucked. What a fucked up. Castro lied. Have. Uh, lied several times about his relationship with uh, Nadalia Nalda um, claiming that they were legally married Um, she abused him he hit her back at self-defense he also provided multiple contradictions about women in prison in his home claiming at once once that they were voluntarily and that he paid them to have sex with them we'll get into it when we show at the ending uh, some of the court Uh, stuff so crazy also uh, they were against their will but it it was again there was their fault because they made the decision to go into a stranger's car typical fucking frat boy bullshit that's uh, oh, she was asking for it kind of thing. It's so crazy. It's just so funny because like um, I posted like where it's just like, you have to respect me. And it was a meme on the host heads page. And, um, and then it was a guy like, you sell your fucking butthole on, uh, on fucking only fans. Yeah. $5. No, I don't. And, and, <laughs> no, and then, um, I saw that. Somebody, I that. somebody that I fucking used to work with was like, this is where, this is where I disagree with you. Da, da, da. And I was like, you can fucking put your body through whatever you want, but to sell your body on the internet so people can screenshot and take pictures of you. And it's, I've done weird shit in my past, but I'm saying like that there is an issue there of the society wouldn't be like that. Only fans wouldn't exist in a different society that didn't have mental fucking health issues where it's like, now it's just like a woman feels no self-worth. So she's like, I'm going to parade my naked body on the fucking internet. So there, there's two sides of that, and I agree with both of them. If you're a super smart person, like it, ridiculously in touch with just being like, I want to get ahead in life, and yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck who sees me, like, dude, like, like honestly, just jealous. Like, I, I've said it a thousand, I've said it a thing. thousand times. If I was a girl, I'd probably be a stripper, yeah. probably. 
Because I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck Billy that that guy just jerked off to me. Like, I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Who the fuck cares? I'm never going to see him again. You're selling. But I said you're selling. Your now soul I have all this, and now I can build a life. Yeah. But and what society there, is that? There, there's a of? there's a line there, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's sense of now, are you doing it because you're doing it in a business mindset? Yeah. And you actually don't give two. Fox who sees you, yeah. which I don't give two fucks who sees me. Just nobody wants to see yeah. me. I'd parade around naked too if I could make money off I it. Understand I can't. That everyone's ideology. like fucking. Everyone's like of our sick society. Yeah. But like, just wait because but hold there are that thought, and we'll talk about it next. No, week. but I was gonna say there are other people though that are in that same boat, and yeah. I'm gonna say the mass majority of those people are just looking for validation. I'm so excited because next week that's the big. I'm difference. going to Billy's house, and we're gonna record our very first for fucking how long we've been doing this. Our first rant episode for the Patreon. That's why you pay for the Patreon because there's a lot of stuff coming. I'm actually excited just to the sit fuck down done that. and rant. It's going to be so much fucking fun because I've done it with Aaron and Anton and Juan, it's but stupid. this will be fucking so fun. I've, yeah, I've done it with everyone else, but except for you the person that's asked me computer. constantly. Except you don't for the have per- a computer. Get a computer. You I have a computer. You just don't like it. <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, so it he, works. So Castro kept the note in the kitchen drawer until it was discovered by police nine years later. So he didn't even put it out there and in the meantime he attended vigils of janina uh gina de de jesus he went to the fucking and he hugged like the family and was like i'm looking for all the time this is psychotic behavior and this is what happens with like serial killers and stuff like that is that's not psychotic behavior that's ridiculously intelligent behavior you show up at the scene of the crime. That you show up and you go like, "What happened?" Like you're 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 you marking yourself like, off a suspect. That's so fucking. Nobody's crazy. looking at you while you're so sympathizing with everybody. Like that's. It's and in the movie, they show that he like hugs the mom, and they're like, "We love you, Ariel." Like you're that's, trying to help. And that's psychotic to be able to do that with a straight crazy, face, but man. fuck me, what a move! Like. I'm glad I chose Scotch on this fucking episode, honestly. To be fair, like, think about it. If you're, let, let's say you did that. Let, let's say you're in that mindset yeah. and let's say you did yeah. that. And you're like, I'm not getting caught. Like, yeah. I'm already this deep. Like, this is what I'm doing. It and cra- you're, you're that deep. Mindset. Like, you're like, okay, and this is what I need to do. I need to, like, write myself off as a suspect. Yeah, Nobody can know. Crazy. I thought you'd be interested about this case because it is like, so nuts how the intricacies of, like. He's not a dumb person. Mm-hmm. Fucking looks dumb. Most of the time, they're fucking stupid. He offered his support to her family, posted missing flyers. When asked about the note, he uh, claimed that he kept it because he believed it showed his innocence. You fucking psycho. In the time around that Gina was abducted, Castro became obsessed with uh, resuming contact with his own teenage daughters. Uh, He'd show up unannounced at their homes or their school, pick them up, gift them with money and objects for no apparent reason he just he wasn't a well starting to feel guilty he was feeling guilty after like oh the, the he got mindset, the guilt plug like in like, Aaron, Aaron is very I like Aaron a lot when we discuss especially true crime stuff because he's like he always is the person and I like it it's fucked up but he, he's always the person that's like I could see why it could be appealing to somebody with um, serious mental health or something like that right where it's like yeah having someone uh, a ver- like say say the, the your fantasy woman and having her just and she if she was obviously consensual I was having her as a sex slave walk around your kitchen naked like right and then you see these people that have that sick mind that they think that these that these 
people want to do this because that's a Ariel Castro kind of had that. Mm. And that's why I do want to do it. It's because the time difference. Because well, you can clearly tell by what he writes and like yeah. his confidence going into it, being like, "No, like I'm not, like but I'm not a monster." There is, I'm trying to get me, Aaron, and Billy on an episode for the first time because we like you know obviously all four of us will come as a big thing too, uh, but. It, That's it, a big load. It, yeah, it would be. It would be interesting to. I didn't contribute. See, I uh, shot blanks. Jesus Christ! <laughs> see, see the see you and Aaron kind of correspond with each other when it comes to episodes. Cause, I did. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, after like unsuc- unsuccessfully yeah. trying to convince uh, his ex girlfriend to leave Fernando to return to him, he's like, mm-hmm. "I got everything, man. I got this really shitty house that he kept in like horrible." poor conditions um it's not that bad oh you should see the inside oh buddy i'll show you oh i feel so bad for these poor girls that guy got he doesn't have look at how shitty you (laughs) do you know what i'm staring at what he doesn't have an attic he's got no insulation in there i see all he doesn't have an attic buddy yeah those rooms upstairs those are fucking that's a different house it's from the show it is a different house oh okay that's the look at the window at the top. That yeah, yeah. that's a walk in. That's a lot. Yes, they had the finesse for the movie. <laughs> they should. Uh, they should have put the same. So house. it's so crazy. Stupid. Man. I don't even want to watch the movie now. So Castro Unaccurate. convinced his two daughters <laughs> to claim that Fernando abducted and fingered them in the vagina as a virginity test. Oh, I'm sorry. Where else did he finger them? <laughs> in the butthole. He fingered them in the ear? <laughs> no, but like, this is crazy. So he can, he tried to convince his two daughters yeah, yeah. to convince them that his um, baby moms, um, that like the daughter, whatever, he tried to convince his daughters to say that his wife's new or ex-wife or ex-girlfriends, essentially, mm-hmm. fucking mother to his kids, that... That he, he, he fucking did the, like it's crazy the things that he these guys do. Okay, I'm a, sorry. Can you repeat that sentence? You're fucking, fucking all I'm, over the place I know, right now. It's it's it just it boggles my mind that he's like cool. Okay, so carry on. Start from the that, beginning and slow down. Essentially, he's like yeah. Tell uh you know tell the cops or somebody or that that Fernando tried to finger you because he wanted to see if you're really a virgin. And it's just like in your, I couldn't imagine what his daughter's thinking now or after the fact when they learned about all this stuff because he had five kids. Yeah, crazy that he's yeah. like, and then it's like, oh, makes sense why dad was trying to, mm-hmm. um, gaslight, fucking his the his fucking ex girlfriend's mm-hmm. f- fucking new boyfriend. Oh, so crazy, man. Despite the absence of the material. Hey, evidence, there we go. Oh my god, that last sentence. Finally, now you actually just. Sorry. Your mind's gone, but now everyone's got that now. So, sorry, let me re- reiterate that. Uh, he wanted her, his ex, her current boyfriend, to get thrown in jail yes. by saying, yeah, yeah. telling his daughters that I, I made he that did. Clear. He, no, you didn't. Oh, my fucking my, God. No, my, you didn't. My brain's like, you know, like the, <laughs> the fucking pong thing, and then it goes really fast. I <laughs> understand, <laughs> and I'm listening, and I don't understand. <laughs> Despite the absence uh, the ab- absence of material evidence, uh, Nadalia Nalda and Ariel Castro Jr.'s testimony in favor of Fernando mm-hmm. and multiple um, actual... Oh, did they do it? No, uh, it seems like they... He kind of convinced them, but Fernando was found guilty of four counts of sexual abuse and sentenced to a few months in probation and was forced to register as a sex offender. He fingered his stepdaughters 
And he only got a few months of probation. They, he convinced his own Castro convinced his own daughters to say this again. I, I understand, even though that's probably not true. But he got convicted of it, and the punishment yeah. was four months. Yeah, probation. Yeah, four months. You're not in jail. Don't yeah. worry about it. You got you got four months. Hang tight. Here was he on house arrest at least I've for heard fuck's about sakes? Stuff like this. Uh, when I was younger in like youth jail and stuff like that, I've heard That's about nothing. things. A guy that I heard about. I'm, I'm not gonna go into detail of this because I grew up in a fucked up environment going into jail stuff like that. Is that um, uh, this guy like videotaped his kids and had cameras everywhere, and they gave him like nothing, nothing, like probation and go to this meeting. It's fucked up, man. We live in a fucked up world. And it's gonna like the the it's the uh, the fucking everything's upside down. That's the whole point of what mm. the reptilians do. It's joking, but fucking drink to that. Uh, as a result, Fernando lost his job. It's more on mushrooms now than reptilians. They, they entered the, they he ended the relationship with uh, Nalda. Um, Fernando, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name. It's fucking whatever. Everyone Fern- understands. Fernando later tried to. Uh, um, get the verdict overturned in 2015, but was denied, which is crazy because it's it's all this thing, right? Where it's just like super recent. It's literally seven years ago. <laughs> having failed his uh his plan to resume his marriage with uh Naolida, um, <laughs> Castro told his uh his prisoners that Amanda Berry was his new wife and began raping her. Michelle Knight and Gina DeJesus in the backyard rather than inside the house. This is crazy. So he told them, mm. uh, Michelle Knight and uh, Janina, Gina DeJesus, uh, De that they, Amanda Berry was now his wife, okay? Okay. And he would take the other two out of the house in some weird... Like, it's not in the house, so it's not real bullshit. And he would rape them outside of the house while he was supposedly, he's like, you don't need to see this, Amanda. You don't need to see this. And he would, like, do this shit, like, fucking five, six times a day. Isn't the basement technically outside the house? Yeah. is that fucked? Couldn't you just go into the basement? So crazy. He's like, we're going to go outside in the shed. And nobody saw it. There was neighbors that definitely saw it. Even the movie, it shows that a guy's like, and she's like, um, uh, Michelle Knight in the movie, she's chained him in the backyard and he's, hel- he's like, you have to, uh, he's getting her to like, um, essentially fortify the room more, I think. Yeah. And he's getting her, uh, Michelle Knight to saw stuff because she was like the older one and kind of like the protector of the Had a two. little bit of muscle. And, uh, yeah. And he, she was mouthing like, help me to an extra, an old dude next door. I was putting out his garbage and he just fucking didn't care. Oh, old dude probably had dementia. <sighs> fucking crazy. He's like. That lady though, looks like she's chewing on an apple. See, though neighbors saw chained women outside the house, nobody called the police. This is a fucking issue. If you're out there and you see shit, say shit. Honestly, it's fucking you know sick. What's, you know what's weird to that, too? I was actually, this actually relates to literally about an hour before I came over here. Um, I was just talking to a homeowner that uh, told me they called the police over the fact that their neighbors had raccoons in their backyard. That's and crazy. I was like, because they were worried about their own kids. They're like, they're not taking care of these raccoons. <laughs> and then they realized that Ontario has. Did you know? Do you want to hear Ontario's fucking law on raccoons? 
You know what's crazy? Yeah. This is a fun fact. This is my early fun fact. I, yeah. This is my fun fact. I was just doing it now. Um, if a raccoon gets into your attic and has babies or is pregnant, yeah. you're not legally allowed to get rid of it. According to my... I'm not going to call my friend, but like my, my friends... I have, I have a friend and his mom is very like... Loves animals. Feeds raccoons, mm-hmm. possums. I've seen them like right next to the sliding door like fucking full-blown like just hanging out eating food Mm -hmm. and supposedly in ontario um a lot of them don't have rabies because uh, supposedly Mm. they get treated and then put back in the wild but it it doesn't it doesn't matter about that they're worried about their kids right they're worried about the the thing of physically attacking their children not about giving them rabies yeah and no, raccoons are vicious, man. Yeah. They're vicious fucking creatures. You, uh, Chelsea sent me a video stupid of this, trash this, pandas. This, this kid, and he's like, I found this in the backyard, and it's like a fucking eight-year-old kid, and he's hugging the raccoon. Like, what are you doing? And the raccoon seems super chill. Well, was, some coons are chill. <laughs> it's cr- Don't you laugh at that. I know what you were <laughs> laughing at. Don't you fucking laugh at that. Um, it is weird, like, because I... Like, am connected to someone who like they feed wild animals all the time, and I've seen them, and they don't seem that crazy. I've seen like fucking possums, like right near the door. Their eyes are crazy looking. It depends, right? Like you don't know they're if you're feeding you didn't, them. You didn't have them for a sit down. You don't know if they're fucking hungry or not. Like that's gonna depend on their attitude. The thing is, these they're are not wild domesticated. animals. They're not I domesticated. Do, yeah, I do believe then. that these are wild animals that are just foraging for food, and we're destroying everything in nature. Well, even even think about uh, yeah. Fuck this. We're turning this into a bit of a rant, but you're fine. Um, even think about uh, other cultures. So I I have a lot of uh, specifically Indian people that work with me. Yeah, and the amount of them that are just petrified of dogs like to the point of like they're gonna vomit when they hear a dog bark is unbelievable because they're all wild back there they're all actually a danger yeah here it, like you're not if you get attacked by a fucking dog here like either you're an anomaly or you're a bitch <laughs> like that dog's not actually out for fucking blood there we might don't be. there is that there is that fucking down the street for me I there understand the like stories. Chased. I got, I got chased. When I was a kid, I got. I just told Chelsea this. Yes. I got chased by a fucking little dog, and he bit my fucking hand. Okay. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. Little dogs are cunts. Yeah. Um, dog, the really. big dogs, honestly, man. Yeah, know, like, and it, I even think about when I got attacked by a dog. I got attacked by a Rottweiler when I was a kid. I'm replaying that whole situation. I don't think the dog was Billy attacking tried to me. Rape the dog. I don't think the dog was attacking me. I think it just saw me, and then yeah. I started running, and I got excited. Yeah. Yeah, and it just like jumped on me. And then some kid came the, up I, behind I, it another, and punched it in the you know, fucking nose. Fucking, another thing about Vinny Pass is he has a song about fucking like. Uh, you got food, one up. No whatever, worries. Whatever. But it, he, he says like, <laughs> um, uh, like, what's the difference between a frog or a rat? Would you see the difference between a dog or a cat? Because in some cultures, they worship the some of these animals that we eat and abuse. And, and there's a lot of issues when it comes to how we treat animals and the food market and the the jaded people that work in these fucking farm factory bullshit. There's a lot of issues and eventually we'll come on the show because I want to discuss everything that I think. So eventually it's going to come. We're going to talk about like the, the industry of the meat industry. Right. Well, I, I could carry on this well, and you well, could too. Well, so let's yes, just get back to the fucking get thing, on then. Patreon episodes because like we will, we go off topic because of these things all relate to each other in some strange way. Um, but 
Essentially, people saw him never call the police. Uh, then a man Barry eventually became pregnant in 2007. And in contrast oh, to Knight, who was forced right? to miscarry five times through violence, poisoning, and starvation. So they're even in the point. There's a, a show in the in the movie. Um, there's a part of the movie where uh, Michelle Knight gets pregnant numerous times, and he fucking kills the baby there's one point and we'll get into it's it like we can't we can't be where he's like yeah. nobody wants your fucking ugly baby and he like fucking punches him in the stomach with a fucking weight because he didn't find michelle knight as attractive as the others so he like punched her in the stomach he would poison her starve her to kill the baby um because this douche doesn't want to use condoms um because he's he's fucking you use condoms anyways but um could just and this was while Amanda was pregnant that he was also accidentally impregnating Michelle Knight. Castro retained from raping Amanda Berry and improved her meals and ensured the pregnancy was carried to full term. He's like he was Amanda was the one that he adored and wanted to the one with the um, eyebrow piercing mm-hmm. wanted to have, have a life with a kid with in a family. Which is weird and in that, a sense when he got her like she was actually like the youngest. She, yes. And he would say this, like, where he brought them all down for a meal when she got pregnant. And he's like, she's pregnant, da-da-da. Like, this is what I wanted. I wanted a family. Like, it's so fucking crazy. And um, so fucking, he, his initial intention was to leave the baby on the steps of the church after it was born. But as the time of the birth came near, he, 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 he manifested his excitement about, becoming a father again for the fucking sixth time, I guess this would be at this point. When Amanda went into labor on Christmas Day, he took her and Knight to a children uh to a children's inflatable pool in the basement. Um which I do I home I, birth. I think I this is for a girl man horrible, but I do think uh, home births are appropriate in some days in today's society when they try to enforce injections into fucking people. I don't need. Okay, people don't want to feel that pain, man. I get it. That's fucking done horrible. this for thousands of years, but I yeah no. I, this, yeah, well, I'm not a fucking woman. I can't say anything. I can't say anything. I I, I agree with them. Wait, I don't want my I, fucking penis splitting open. Can I? Can I? Without pain? Can I? Can I not have kids? I'm a man, right? Men can have kids, right? Uh, today's society, I don't get out of the kid. Okay. Yeah, biology <laughs> doesn't really make sense anymore, does it? <laughs> so, uh, told to the latter of the help, the former, uh, so they, <clears throat> she told, he told Michelle Knight that she had to help give birth. Uh, when Castro you found be the midwife. that Holy the fuck. baby was a girl and not breathing, he told Knight that he would kill her in the sp- in the spot. Like, I'll fucking murder you if, if this you baby didn't survive. Subsequently, Knight um, actually did CPR on the child and like pat its back and got to like it it lived. And wow. Amanda Berry named her girl Jocelyn. And in defense of Castro's uh, insistence about giving her a Spanish name, is that a Spanish name? Jocelyn? Oh, a, he, I think he wanted to give it a Spanish name. Yeah, and he said in in regards to his yeah. consistency. And she, she raised uh, and she raised and schooled her alone in her cell. That's what they called it, but and Yeah, oh, pretty much. So fucking crazy, man. Like we'll start getting into the what this there's the house. Or I should have Oh, they like did diagrams and everything in front we'll of the show court. it on the Jesus video. Christ. This is the house. So, yo, that's a fucking decent house. Yes, yeah, so, Jesus Christ. 
To Jesus Christ. Um, this is, uh, it, we're showing a video or a photo of what. Why are just the top two rooms painted? Because that's where they were staying. They're, they're so essentially, if you see this, there. this is where in the pink room where um, Gina and Michelle Knight stayed. And then this was Amanda got her own room. Lucky her. And they could hear each other through the walls and all this stuff. It's pretty fucked up. I love it. Look at that. There's stairs right up to the attic. They got a lot. Why didn't anyone go in the loft? I don't know. It's okay. too hot in the summer. Um, sure. The only help provided by Castro was to allow Amanda Berry out of her chains and give, uh, giving some old toys. The baby clothes were cut and sewn out of old clothes by the three captives. So fucking crazy, man. So Fuck. uh, let's get in the modus operandi. Uh, so Castro's abductions. The followed, what? Sorry. Uh, the, the M.O. Oh, okay. Uh, Castro's abductions follow a, a strict script. All vic- his victims were women between 14 and 21. All of them and short the 21 sta- was accident. But All anyways. of them short statured with uh, large breasts. Mm. Like he's a booby man. Got you. Yeah. And I, I get it. <laughs> do I? Oh, my fucking God. Who Can't knew- say I get it. <laughs> who knew at least one of the victims... Child, uh, who who knew at least one of his children? Well, all the victims at least knew mm. one of his kids, which is crazy. And but or not him, of, but not I him guess. personally. He offered them a lift in one of his vehicles, which he had been. Um, there had been an alternative, so he could use an open driver's seat from the inside. So, and his truck. You couldn't open the driver's seat from the inside. It, that, like, no I gotta figure. Get that like I figured, I gotta get that fixed. I gotta get that he's fixed. got the fucking child locks on you, dummy. <laughs> he purposely, I think, broke it so you couldn't open it from the outside. Why well, wouldn't you just put or the child the lock on? <clears throat> there's a there's a flick right there. You it's can just turn 80s. it on. Child it's super locks, easy. Man. Um, that's just joking. You just say the eighties. I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> His car was probably from the eighties. Oh man. Um, which had he supposedly had he did it on his own. Because it says he altered it so they couldn't open it from the driver's seat from the inside. Led them in the home Child under lock. some pretext. Uh, he would then masturbate and rape them once he became, uh, he would restrain them with duct tape and leaving them in the soundproof basement. Basement. The basement. Where did you get your list from? I Where did I just, I just hit that whole last sentence like Mike Tyson. I know what happened. But like, it was, because the show's in the fucking movie and it's so fucked that he's like, mm. like he jerks off. It's like, just give me a second. And it's just like, and then he leaves them down there. It's so fucked up, man. And Fuck. masturbate onto them, rape them, and then restrain them with duct tape, leaving them in soundproof room, chain gagged, and uh, with a bike helmet covering their head. After some time, he decided that they could be trusted and moved them upstairs. Then he kept them in chains by the waist at all times in a padlocked bedroom with a hole in each door to spy on them so he could make sure that he was always watching like Santa Claus. Mm. They were given old clothes from Castro, fed fast food and leftovers only. Sounds like every Midwest home. Uh, were forced to use plastic bin as a toilet and were raped four to five times a day. This guy's how is his dick not got chafed? the juice? How is his dick not chafed as fuck? Bailey, what do what did you say on a prior episode that women will get wet either way? <laughs> no, but it doesn't matter after you come that many times. Like you're, it is kind of crazy. That there's a line. How do you? That's fifteen he must have been times so a day. Excited. 
It would be like in my peak horniness. Like I think I cap at like seven. Who, and that was in like who is your dream high school woman? Dream woman. Can't say that live. Why is it? I, I literally just found my dream woman in person. Okay, like I'm <laughs> saying, someone that's a celebrity. No, no, no. This one's hotter. <laughs> so crazy. Okay, anyways, I was gonna ask, but you you couldn't four to five times. A day, a day for, yeah, no, I could keep that up for like three days. It is crazy because he would have, like, he would do, like, he would host, like, um, like their band would, like, go play at this so shitty fucked. house and fucking play their stupid, whatever, Just mariachi have, like, bullshit. On the door and- After each rape, he would throw small bills at them to maintain his belief that the sex was consensual. It's just like, here, fucking, it's, he's throwing loonies at them and shit. This is the state, so it's dollar bills. But essentially, I'm sure it was like two dollars. You, you lose a lot of you lose a lot of momentum when it's a bill. You just like <laughs> it just like floats through the air yeah, like that. It's like fucking. I yeah, miss that hardcore fucking boom fucking black eyed bitch. <laughs> I wonder if that happens in Canada. People throwing loonies at them and shit. Pick that up, bitch. Oh, they it, you know the it's a loony toss. You ever done that? They they put the big cone in their vagina and you got to fucking get it in the cone. I don't know. So As I get tough. older, I have a fucking weird issue with like even like I I I went to a strip club like two or three times in my life. I'm not saying you enjoy it. I'm I saying you just, didn't know about I'm it. I'm just saying no. No, I'm just saying that like the, ah, the women there are like it's their body, their choice, da da da. And like men do it, so whatever. Like, but there's part of me that's like, is that just a reflection of our society? And these people didn't have. Uh, tell me a stripper. Uh, show me a stripper that's mentally fucking completely sound had. No trauma growing up and lived a happy life and I met, chose to do that. I met one. Did you? I've met one. Personally, I've met one. It's fucking weird. And again, that's literally the exact conversation we just had. She had a pure business mindset. She's like, no, I'm getting like, there's not anything I can do in the world that would get me any closer to my dreams than this right now. So I was like, right. fucking. <laughs> she, right. And she didn't care. So you throw like, bills at that much is fucking crazy. I actually didn't know that. They didn't show that in the movie at all. Uh, which the victims could exchange for goods uh, through a limited barter system. He's like, I gave you like five bucks the other day. What fucking, what are you going to do? Do you need some food? Diaper or something? Like, do you need anything? Um, use your bartering system. Castro often pretended to leave and wait outside the house to discourage them from escaping. Whenever he was not in the house or whenever he had visitors, he would play loud music on the radio and make sure in the movie it showed like a CD that he'd constantly play that nobody would hear them. Uh, Could you imagine going over to this guy's house? There's a red flag. You go over there and like there's just music blaring 24 7. It's like just three guys there. And he's like, I can't hear you. And he's like, doesn't matter. (laughs) Just enjoy it. So we're showing some of the images from the house. There's the chains they kept them in. Shit, eh? Fucking Fuck. crazy, eh? That's rough. I'm a sexual predator because he wrote notes, and that's the probably the note that he wrote. I am a sexual predator. That's the note that he would have wow. written um, when he had, I think, Gina. Uh, <sighs> fucking crazy. Um, fucking we'll show a little boy. more later. Uh, but <sighs> so fucking nuts, man. And uh, so... He would play the music fucking super loud, and if they uh, captives disobeyed him anyway, they were savagely beaten, starved, and threatened to be killed with a forty-four magnum. He would allow them to interact with each other at times, but he punished them if they thought they were too friendly with each other. And it shows in the movie where Michelle Knight and Gina De, uh, De Jesus are like 
listening to music and the Michelle like in, in according to the movie. What's the what movie seen, called? Um, you should watch it. It's on. Yeah, it's I'm actually hour and a half. super curious. It's only yeah. hour and a half. It's I might watch it the, tonight. Yeah, to be the honest. Cleveland kidnapping. Watch it. It's actually okay. a well done movie of what it could show with the victims. I do suggest people watch it because I think it did a fairly good job. And they're like jumping on the bed, and they're like, like he, she, Michelle. I give her credit because she did try to be like, we're getting out of this. She was the oldest. She was like, we're gonna fucking some. We're gonna fix this shit. Like we're gonna get out of this stupid bullshit. Like he has to like we're, karma has to come for everyone, but like that's why serial killers a lot of time, right? They'll be like instantly, how do I get ri- like how do I have no evidence? I killed them and I fucking bury them somewhere, right? Or mm-hmm. it, so Castro also turned Amanda Berry and uh, Gina DeJesu psychologically. He like turned a uh, tortured them psychologically mm-hmm. by making them watch TV reports on their own disappearances and hanging their missing posters. On their cell. It's funny we always call it oh, a cell, wow. but their room. It, but it is a cell. It's a captive cell. While Knight was taunted about how nobody searched for her, um, which is true in a lot of cases of people that are over the age of 18 or whatever, and they go missing. It's like, wow, they chose to run. They run away. Mm-hmm. And this has happened with so many serial killers. At one point, he made Knight dig a Stop grave. Hitting your mic. He made him. <laughs> yeah, sorry. At one point, he made Knight dig a grave in her backyard and tried to strangle her, but he couldn't bring himself to do it. Try to kill her, huh? but she helped in the house and stuff like that. She was Fuck. like, kind of like, I don't know. She. To me, I'm in the way they portrayed it, even the movie, because I'm bringing it up because I just watched it recently, and it does. <laughs> I hope show what it was like going through it. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like she was kind of the mother figure. She would help him do things as Jocelyn, Amanda Berry's daughter and Castro's kid, which is fucking crazy, Mm -hmm. grew into a toddler, became more aware of her surroundings. Castro forced Knight and uh, Gina De Jesus to take the names Juju. He renamed them after Juju. Jube Jubes candies and Chelsea. I really, I really like Jube Jubes. Yeah, <laughs> that's your name now. <laughs> Gina was named Chelsea, uh, which in the movie he calls her like Chelsea. Like, I watch it tonight. It's it's a good it's a good representation of how this case went, and um, it because I heard of the movie and I was like, why is he calling her Chelsea? That's weird. That's not her name. Respectably, he allowed Amanda to keep her real name. Mm-hmm. He took all the chains out when uh, he took all the chains out or off, I guess, when Jocelyn pulled Knight's chain one day and asked, Juju Lock? Juju Lock? Mm. I'm just fucking crazy. This little girl's like, why is this connected to my aunt or whatever? Mm-hmm. Afterward, he also allowed them limited movement through the house, but also under supervision. So this is years later, right? Years, like 10 fucking years, where he finally was like, he would let them have some freedom. Mm-hmm. And then if they ever try to go against it, he would flip on them, which is psychologically smart when it comes to captives. Like what they do at torture. Like the like this guy's not dumb, man. This guy's got, he's got Who his game him? plan. I wonder if he read books. I do really wonder if like, cause they, as far as I know, I, I looked into stuff about this and there's, um, Michelle Knight has been on 
Dr. Phil numerous times and stuff like that. Mm. Chelsea remembers when this came out. Chelsea's like fascinated by cases like this. Mm. Um, a lot of w- women love this true crime stuff because it's fucking crazy. Yeah, you guys are fucking nuts. <laughs> After, afterward, he would allow them limited and then uh, limited like fucking visitations with the house, whatever. When Jocelyn was four years old. I'm going to kill you sorry. if you hold your mic with your hand again. When Jocelyn was four years old, he started taking her out of the house and would introduce her to relatives as either his granddaughter or his new girlfriend's daughter. Openly. Because once okay. serial killers or these type of dudes, these these psychopaths, um, they get too comfortable, right? They're like, yeah, like she's she's at this point, like, yeah, and like sometimes you're getting outplayed. I can see that. Whenever people asked why they never saw them with their mother, Castor said she was busy. And in the movie, it shows that he does allow Amanda to take, they go out for walks. Mm. But if you're in a state of fear, right? Yeah. You you don't want to leave your house. The government proved that people. But if people in a state of fear, over a sickness, you will fucking do crazy things and comply to crazy things. So when Jocelyn complained about all the doors in the house being locked, when Castro wasn't there, he unlocked some of them. And on May 6, 2013, Castro forgot to lock the large front door through the outer storm door. Was Though the outer storm door was bolted, Amanda Berry took her daughter and started banging on the storm door until she alerted neighbors, um, Angela Cordio and Charles Ramsey. And uh, let's play... Gordon Ramsey's brother. Let's play um, a clip from this. Oh, cool. Yeah, play a clip. Hey, Charles, Charles, let me talk to you. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. You, were, you, you heard screaming. I heard screaming. I meet my McDonald's. I uh, come outside. I see this girl going nuts trying to get out of her house. So I go on the porch. I go on the porch, and she says, help me get out. I've been, I'm, I've been in here a long time. So, you know, I figured it's a, a domestic violence dispute. So I open the door, and we can't get in that way because how the door is it's so much that the body can't fit through only your hand so we could kick the bottom and she comes out with the little girl and she says call 911 my name was Amanda Berry now, did you know who that was when you when she said that when she told me it didn't register until I got the call in 911 and I'm like I'm calling the 911 for Amanda Berry I thought this girl was dead you know what I mean? And, and she got on the phone, and she said, yes, this is me. And the detective, uh, Cook, Cook, right here, Detective Gregory Cook says, Charles, do you know who you rescued? I said, I said. <laughs> he got sketched out. <laughs> about, about, about five. So about five minutes after the police got here, see, the girl Amanda told the police, I ain't just the only ones. It's some more girls up in that house. So they went up there, you know, 30, 40 deep, and when they came out was just astonishing, because I thought they were going to come up with nothing. I figured, I mean, whoever she was, and like I say, my neighbor, uh, you, you got you got the, some big testicles to pull this off, bro, because we see this dude every day. I mean, every day. How long have you lived here? I've been here a year. Okay. You still come up from? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot, and Listen to salsa music. You see I'm coming from? Love that dude. He's wow. like, this guy's got some big ass fucking testicles to fucking pull this shit off. It's fucking crazy. This case is nuts because 
it's just your neighbor, someone next door. So when she tries to go through the door, it's That's still impressive. like locked. And yeah. like, good for him. Because this Charles guy, like, he was the one that first was like, what the fuck is happening? Just happens to be right there, right then. And, uh, could you imagine if he wasn't? Like, that could have been another. I know. Because he would have caught on to the shit that the door was all fucked up when he came home. He's so like, oh, you're trying to get out. You would have been back to square one. Yeah, so you Ram- could still guy, be there Charles if he wasn't Ramsey, there. Charles kicked the storm door repeatedly until he made a hole, allowing Mandaberry to crawl out. She called the police in another neighbor's house, and they rescued Knight, Jean to Jesus, who have remained inside, and they escaped and they believed it was another test by Castro because when the cops came in, it shows in the movie, like, I, I fucking watch it tonight. It's good. And it's like, the she's like, it, it, she doesn't know if it's the cop or she, they're, she, Amanda Knight. They're scared. Yeah. They, they think like, yeah. Michelle is telling, sorry, Michelle Knight is telling Gina to like hide because she doesn't know if he's going to do something or if this is another test. Um, let's show a, another clip before we get into the ending of this. Cleveland, where those three young women are marking this holiday free for the first time in a decade. And tonight here, two major headlines in this case. First, dramatic new video unearthed from the moment police arrived after getting that 911 call that day. There they are at the front door, rushing to the scene. Across the street, you can actually see Amanda Berry holding her six-year-old daughter just minutes after making that brave call. And tonight we're hearing from two brothers who were arrested and then freed. So many asking, what did they know? ABC's Alex Perez in Cleveland again tonight. Our first glimpse at those tense moments when Cleveland police pried open the front door of Ariel Castro's home, freeing Gina de Jesus and Michelle Knight. The rescue caught on cell phone video by Ashley Colon and Jasmina Baldrick when they noticed a commotion and pulled over. Police, detectives, ambulance came out of nowhere. It all unfolds just moments after Amanda Berry and her six-year-old daughter escaped and ran across the street. Gives me chills because, like, that is, like, ten years, almost, of, like, like being captive, like, being captives to this fucking psychopath. So, Knight... These poor fucking girls, I know. Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Gina DeJesus and Jocelyn were all hospitalized at the Metro Metro Health (laughs) Medical Center. And uh, we're just going to show quickly some of the images of where they were held in these fucking... Oh, he's got his face there, eh? Yeah, piece of shit. That's his backyard. His backyard was disgusting. Like, just, like, filth everywhere. And the neighbors saw the shit, and... Um, he was. This guy was a school bus driver? School bus driver. And that's what's crazy. It's like, these people hide in plain sight. Uh, they're priests. They're politicians. They're fucking judges. They're lawyers. They're like, these are people all are. And this is just the scratching the surface when it comes to how sick and seductive people are in this world. Um, on the same day, Castro was pulled over by police and arrested in a parking lot. He was accompanied by his brother. On O N I L. How would sure. you say that? O N I L. On See, I would, and I, when I hear it, I'm always like, ah, fucking pronounce it so wrong. Who was arrested for unrelated offenses? Uh, among he was his, also doing fucked up shit. Among with this uh, third, uh, his third brother Pedro. Oh, Pedro. Um, of course it is. I saw interviews of his That's brothers, racist. and even Chelsea was like, "What? His name is Pedro because he's from Mexico. My name is Thomas because I'm a fucking white English dude. This is fucking who gives a fuck? Um, but like, nah, I just." They, 
Even Chelsea for- was like, we watched the interview, like we watched some stuff on the because he's they've been on all of them and on been on Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. Um and we watched some of it and Chelsea's like, yeah, they didn't know. Fuck off. Like his brothers must have saw something. That's fucking and terrifying, just did man. nothing. Did nothing. Fucking look at this fucking piece of shit. We're showing a picture of fucking Castro. Oh, fucking please, Castro. please, please. We'll show some videos. Don't of him. give me guilt. Oh, actually, go back to that. Look at the lawyer on the left. He's <laughs> like, you're guy? dead, motherfucker. Yeah, you. He's like, dude. and the lawyer on the right's like, I think I'm your lawyer, and we're fucked. <laughs> so while in custody, Castro insisted that his brothers had no involvement in his crime. He confessed in much of uh, the way he would. He had the note earlier, uh, years earlier, um, recognizing the fact, but deflecting responsibility from himself, portraying himself as a victim, and blaming law enforcement's poor work and the victims for their own situation. You would have caught them earlier if you looked into these cases. Two days after his arrest, Castro was charged with four counts of kidnapping and three counts of rape. And by June 7th, this... uh, You only have three counts of rape if you do it to three people for 10 years? I guess so. I don't know. Law enforcement's fucked, man. Justice was fucking up. Wow. Hey. How long did he get? How long did he get? People may not like Andrew Tate, but they tried to arrest... I know. I was saying they tried to arrest him for whatever, right? But no, for whatever, child trafficking or sex trafficking. But, but hey, no one from, nobody f- from Ghislaine Maxwell, nobody's arrested. Nobody. Not one person. Like Joe Rogan said, she is the only person that has been convicted of sex trafficking to nobody. They have the list. And that's what I'm saying for everyone out there. You have to be aware that this stuff is happening on our earth and these people in power, just like fucking Trudeau or fucking Biden and his son and everybody else, they're all connected. This is all a big game. It's all a fucking pawn. I want people to be aware that this stuff is happening all the time. This guy is a fucking surface level of what actually happens on earth. And how many people actually do go missing and the fucking sick shit that happens in this fucking world. Um, so, it is crazy. So Castro's lawyer eventually encouraged him to take a guilty plea to avoid the death penalty, which in Ohio, it it was supposed to be, it was a miscarriage of justice. Mm. Um, but let's get into a couple of his quotes. This is fucked. His quotes. His trial. During his trial. Despite the 937 counts against him, Ariel Castro counts. was defiant, almost rebellious in court, claiming he never beat or tortured the three women he held captive for a decade. I'm not a monster. I'm a normal person. I am just sick. I have an addiction. Just like an alcoholic has an addiction. An addiction to sex, Castro said, the result, he claimed, of having been a victim himself of sex acts as a child. In one of the more breathtaking moments at his sentencing, the man who pleaded guilty to multiple counts of rape said this about his victims. Most of the sex that went on in the house, and probably all of it, was consensual. This, this, these allegations about being forceful on them, that is totally wrong. A staggering a claim balanced against photos the prosecution revealed in court. Chains, ties, even a motorcycle helmet that police say was placed on at least one victim when she was sexually assaulted. A door rigged with an alarm clock to signal Castro if someone was trying to get out. Showing a model of his home, officials said he'd reconfigured the house to keep the women hidden 
Even with the presentation of this huge trove of evidence, Ariel Castro was still bold enough to interrupt the judge several times. This exchange was over the aggravated murder charge. There was never no evidence of So he says that because he fucking beat Michelle Knight mm-hmm. to not have the kid, that it's it was it was he didn't do that. It shows he's the he, out of all the people we've covered. I don't on this know podcast, where he got that story, but that that wasn't me. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> no. how he's like, it was consensual. Uh, it's consensual. Like, isn't that fucked up, dude? And so we'll get into the ending of this. But I um, so Castro was subsequently sentenced to life in prison without parole, plus a thousand years. And to, there's oh, okay. always oh shit. Okay, there's that's always fine. to me that like even with Dahmer and stuff like that, the Dahmer sentence nine hundred years, whatever. In prison, it's like, I get you're trying to make the point that there's something horrible, but, like, he's not going to live fucking 900 years unless he's a fucking reptile. Like, like yeah, you could just literally go and you're now sentenced in, to live entire life. with life in prison with zero chance of parole. The plea deal also required the demolition of Castro's house, which it is crazy. Good, good. It is like, and we've talked about Paul Bernardo. People, oh, they they demoed it, eh? yeah. And people, uh, you know, people were fascinated by the Paul Bernardo case. And I think we did it justice. Yeah, because you did. know, you know, after all that shit, like somebody's gonna want to bargain, and then you're like, oh, maybe I'm also fucked up. I know this guy. This thing's already booby trapped. So uh, a month into his sen- uh, sentence, uh, well, actually, we'll let him talk one more time. Uh, but this is also, I think, this is a clip of Michelle Knight talking. Ariel Castro, I remember all the times that you came home talking about what everybody else did wrong and act like you wasn't doing the same thing. She's a little you person? At least I didn't kill you. She's a short. She's really short. For She's a little person, buddy. Look at her. my life away. And I have got it back. Eleven. I spent 11, 11 years, years in hell. Eleven years. Now your hell is just beginning. I will overcome all this that happened, but you will face hell for eternity. She wow. is a, it gave me chills. That gave me chills because she's an incredibly, incredibly strong woman. She's literally enduring. You know, it's weird too. And I shouldn't be hung up on this, but I didn't realize she was she's a little so person. Short. She's very short. She's, she's a like, dwarf, buddy. Yeah. She's very, that's, that's what not he just a short she, person. She's a dwarf. Shot, he thought she was 15. younger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. It's crazy. Fuck this fucking piece of shit. Honestly, it is crazy because we're. It is gonna be. We're. It's gonna get darker on this podcast. There's more shit coming that is gonna be extremely dark. There's one specific case, the Holly Jones case that I've wanted to talk about since I was in law class, and it's fucked. Holly, I know Holly Jones in Toronto. Yeah, that's the guy that cut yeah. up the chick and put her in body bags yeah. all around Toronto. It's fucked. I learned about this in law class. Yeah, you do. Like, I, I'm familiar with the, the local geographical ones. So <laughs> Those crazy. are the, always so the ones you hear. He got the, like, they uh, demolished his house, and then guess what he did? Castro used his bed sheets to fucking hang himself in the cell because he's a fucking coward because he can't face reality. And these people, I always wonder, because I'm a conspiracy mind person, I believe in spirituality. I read so many books all the fucking time. And I always wonder where these people go. Um... I hope they can find their hearts to forgive me because we had a lot of harmony going on in that home. Castro at his trial. The wow. bottom line is I am a sexual predator who needs help, but I don't bother to get it. Another quote by this piece of shit. Don't in bother. 2005, 
the FBI released a sketch and description of the suspect of um, Gina De Jesus's disappearance, mm-hmm. identifying him as a Latino aged 25 to 35, 510. And 165 to 185 pounds with green eyes, a goatee, and possible pencil thin beard. Okay. Sounds like a fucking douchebag. Fucking Castro actually was 45 at the time, 5'7, he had brown eyes. It, to me, shows how the cops in so many cases have nothing right. And it bothers me that you're, you get paid. All this money, my fucking uncle was a cop who um, essentially got fucking, I've I've talked about this slightly before, but like, I'm not going to mention his name, stuff like that. We'll probably have actually on prior episodes, but like that he was a lieutenant of Toronto and he got fucking charged for, with harassment for harassing. My aunt's dead now. My aunt's dead because like she, she got, she drank too much. She got a tumor. She killed herself slowly with alcohol because my uncle abused her. In, in some ways and he left my aunt for her best friend and then her best friend charged my uncle with um essentially uh harassment and i heard this on ct talk 1010 toronto fucking i've said this before but like the my uh, i'm not gonna say his name because i've said it before but and he he still is like he he's a father to my cousin and I, he hated me when I was a kid, but the thing is, there's a fucking issue with all of this stuff. And I think it's relevant to talk about it. I think we probably one of our best episodes when it comes to true crime, because I think that this is relevant, that this shit's fucked up. Sad. Until for you'll be fine. I'm all sad. In 2005, now. the FBI, so uh, experts rejected Castro's claim that he committed the crimes because he was sick. Jim Van Allen, the former director of the Ontario Criminal profiling unit described Castro as a sexual sadist and linked uh, likened him to Paul Bernardo because we talked about this too. How Paul Bernardo was very much like, "Eh, I'm fucking sick," and we talked like in it, 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 fuck you, fuck all these fucking people. Castro was a typical psychopath. He was very arrogant, had no he empathy, is, but that, had bi- no remorse. <laughs> that's the biggest a- thing, though, too. Like they are sick. He was That's not incapable a of taking responsibility for his own actions. Yeah, it's not a defense. No, it's not. And the thing it, is, but it, you are sick. You are absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. That's not a defense, though. I'm glad <laughs> that it was the someone from Ontario that actually fucking coined that. That said, like he's sick. And the thing is, we talked about this on prior episodes and stuff like that too. But like how someone that from Paul Ontario Bert, coined what that um uh, essentially a um some a criminal profiling unit from Ontario um. Said he's sick. Described Castro as a sexual sadist. Likened him to Paul Bernardo. Oh, okay. You know when, like, Paul Bernardo, even is, like, today, he still exists and still lives. And Paul Bernardo... Paul Bernardo's not dead? No. I thought he was dead. No. And he has... And oh. if you'd like to, when we do our... Uh, this is why you subscribe to Patreon. When we talk next week um, and we do an episode, we should talk about how the fact that, like, this dude, like, doesn't care. Or every, he's still in jail, Every right? Yeah. Every yeah, okay. parole meeting he goes to, he's like... I don't know what I did wrong. It's just like, you know what you did, dude. You Because he kidnapped people, but he killed them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And to Mary Ellen O'Toole, Castro was a typical psychopath, arrogant, no empathy. He took no responsibility for his actions. Mm-hmm. And that's an issue. And uh, yet he appeared to live a normal life outside. 
an unnamed uh, prisoner, uh, prison psych, uh, psychiatric psychologist diagnosed him with narcissistic personality disorder with antisocial features, but also knows that Castro was somewhat fragile in his self-esteem. Okay. And it gets sad. It's going to happen on these episodes, but like, this is the world we live in. Yeah. And I, and I, I do think we did this justice because this is fucked. And it's crazy how we started this podcast doing stuff like this. This guy's fuck this guy. Um, I'm very glad these women survived and made it out of this shit and can kind of build their lives uh, from the fragments that they have to build back. You know? It's tough. Yeah. That's a fucking tough hill. It is. I'm and they and, and they will do it. And we're proud of the women out there that are able to um beat this sort of thing. And like it and honestly You know what's weird? Actually, sorry, I'm gonna cut yeah. you off a little bit. We're actually being genuine right now, but anyone that cares about this Long stop listening. <laughs> when I wasn't. <laughs> now, I, I, I don't think you're generally right. I think people will uh, enjoy this episode for what it is because I think that me and Billy have touched upon true crime for so long that it becomes a thing where, like, okay, we're going to joke about how ridiculous some of these psychopaths really are, but. I do believe that talking about this stuff contextually is, it makes sense to be able, I love true crime. I love being able to dissect this stuff and we're going to get into darker shit on this podcast. And I really like doing, it sounds fucked, but I like doing this case with you specifically because I've, I talked for fucking three hours with Aaron through a thing where I could see him. But when me and you were together and we're talking about this, it is a little different because we're together talking about these dark crimes. Gay. Before we used to, yes, it's super gay. Um, but we used to drink fucking 26ers and talk about this stuff. But it's dark. Anyways. Do you got a fun fact? You got anything that's kind of like lighthearted before we end this? Yeah, Come I on. was actually just thinking about it and I decided that I'm I'm probably not gonna do my fun fact on this one. Cause right. you know what? You know what? This this shit's shitty and this uh shit's shitty. This shit's shitty, man. Shit, shit, it, shitty. This is not like this it's not one of them clean poops, it's one of them fucking messy poops. It, I, that, I this shit was a messy there. poop. Are you ready to be there for sure like Tori Stafford? I already know that story, so cool. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, I already know the story. This this just sucks because I learned about half of the shit half of the time, and yeah, yeah, I understand you're waiting to say your sentence. There 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 you go. People that love you, (laughs) honestly, I do. No, fuck off. No, no, this is it. I love you guys. This is a great episode. We all take care. I want to say one thing: the fans genuinely love Billy. There has been. I've had people ask for like. There is. There is people that genuinely love you and your reactions towards stuff. It is true. And that I've had people like comment and ask for like more Billy kind of shit. And it's just because I think that this was the heart of Strange Brew. I love Aaron. I love fucking Anton. But this is the heart of our show mm. is me and you doing this stuff. Okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> I love you and I hope you don't kidnap fucking three women, but I love you to death, dude. And I think the certain topics like this is important for me and you to do because we both come at it at this direction of like, Hey, we weren't there, but we also take solace in what the fuck happened. Right. You know what I mean? 
I think I think everyone got that. Everybody and I also everybody. we're done boasting each other. Uh yes. this was a great episode. And you know what? Fucking here's my fun fact. I got a good fun fact. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. All right. It's time for Everybody Love Everybody. Are you ready? Don't kidnap people. You wrote the note before you jumped off the ledge. All I know for sure is you're fucking dead. Coke up your nose and crushed up meds. Lord only knows what was stuck in your head when you killed yourself. I wrote the song, but will it help to warn those that are still in hell? Let's just feel this out. Stop putting pills in your mouth. Is this how you want to be remembered? You killed yourself last December. Wounds won't heal, still tender. Words cold as steel. I read the letter in a coffin laying still, dead forever. Right head space imprinted in my brain. <laughs>